0: Welcome to the Pass the Brain Cell podcast, the show where we talk about our favorite games and shit. I am the number one Ford Windstar Apologist, exotic Minivan.
1: I am Canada's number two
2: Dodge Caravan 2016 edition, uh, Lightfire 53. And it took my team over 670 minutes to complete a raid, EJ Soybean. And as
3: always, but... For the first time ever, five time academy Award viewer, lil Double Rubins
0: so welcome back, guys. It's good to have you back.
2: um I was gonna be back
0: yeah, yeah, so currently, me and my wife are looking for an apartment, which uh I know Rubins eventually is gonna try to uh move to our area, which uh i got i got some I got some apartments for you just. Give me your budget and I, I got you. <laughs> Cause it's hard. It's so hard. Alternatively, they could be your roommates. No. <laughs> or I don't,
2: <laughs> I,
0: don't know. I don't
3: think exotic wants that. No. And if Exotic doesn't want it, Kyla doesn't <laughs> want it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Keep mama uh, happy.
0: Yeah. Chris um, would love me though. Yeah. Um so we went and looked at an apartment today. This apartment Ooh was like less than half of the size of our townhouse but they only wanted to charge a hundred dollars less than what we we're paying right now and we're like man it's kind of expensive for the space and like well you got all these amenities so it's pretty great and i'm like well we don't we're not planning on staying here for more than a year but you know that was just between us we didn't like say anything
1: no about to say don't tell them that
0: yeah i was like yeah we'll get back to you so just for the memes i drove by my old landlord she was awesome, and she doesn't, like, advertise at all. And I just walked up, and I was like, hey, do you have a two-bedroom apartment available for uh, April or May? And she said, well, actually, I do. Um, in fact, since uh, you were such a good tenant, I'll just give you the key, and you can just go look at it. i like, oh, sweet. How much is it? And she gave me the price, and I was like, that's amazing. And we walked in. And, like, they're going to fix it up. That's why, like, they're like, actually, your timing is perfect. Because um, it was pretty beat up but like, this Damn. is like, a new carpet, new everything. Dude, it was like a miracle. We're so excited. Hopefully, she said she'll send us the application tomorrow, so if next week I'm sad, uh, we'll know why. If next week I'm happy, we'll know why.
2: Awesome. So, I love that. Love them. Uh, fingers crossed.
0: Yeah. We're going to be on the second floor, so hopefully, well, we're not going to be hearing stomping. We'll be doing the stomping. Whoa. So, um, yeah. It's one of those ones where um, you, like, open the door, and it's, like, a little, like, hallway, essentially, and you have to go upstairs, 180-degree turn upstairs. And I was like, man, mm. moving in is going to be a bitch, but, like, besides that, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I was like, it's worth it. It's going to be worth it for one horrible day to live in here because it's, it's pretty nice, so. Very excited. Hope that works out. Um, And then my, my son was screaming ABBA on the way up the stairs, so I just wanted to throw that All out for you guys. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Beautiful.
0: The, yeah, the whole way. It was very funny. Just We're counting our way up the stairs, and he's like, Abba. Abba. And I was like, alright. Guys are gonna love that.
1: Guess what he's <laughs> gonna listen to
0: now. Yeah. Well, we we actually did honest. uh while we were taking a bath. Or not we, but he. I was giving him a bath. <laughs> um, Some Voulé Vu. I listened to the Mamma Mia Voulé Vu. It's fine. <clears throat> yeah.
3: I like the I like the harmonies better. I did um, listen to the entire, nearly the entirety, like missing the last four tracks of Abba Gold during a three-hour drive this weekend, and got through Voulez-vous. I'm not a hater of Voulez-vous. Like, I think my position on the original version is mellowed out a little bit, but I still do prefer the stage musical version Mm -hmm. over the and movie version over the original.
0: Yeah, but I might need to find a uh, Yeah, I might need to find a um musical version because I listened to the movie and I was like this is fine mm-hmm. but like I don't know what it's the right home about.
2: The thing is that the musical
1: version it will always sound different depending on who's performing it.
0: That's true, that's true. That's we, the magic uh, of theater. Yeah, we had this conversation uh Robbins and I or I don't know. It was Back in high school, when he was in the uh, Grease musical, and he's like, Yeah, this is way better than the movie. And I was like, Well, here's the problem I can watch the movie as much as I want. I can only watch the show three times unless you guys record it, which, do you guys ever record it? I'd love a copy. I don't,
3: I don't. I don't think so Um, that's a whole rights thing Um, it's it's very tricky I could make an entire episode just talking about the state of Broadway and recording things and how few pro shots we have and whatnot interesting topic but it all comes down to licensing and rights just like practically anything these days comes down to Mm
0: -hmm. so if you'd like to uh so if you'd like to be part of our uh, musical episode of our gaming podcast join us next week um, next week? No, All next right. Week? I I, well, I have a history of...
1: with some theater craft. I've done zero <laughs> musicals.
0: So I would have... I, I was like, I'm sending y'all some craft. What's your history, Soybean? I well, I've seen some. I've seen some. Nice. Like, I, I've seen some. And Roman's like, well... And then it's an hour and a half of him talking, and then we just quit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> just
2: tap out silently. No. Just here, cool. if,
3: <laughs> if we were to do that, I would probably send a few... To, like, listen to just get the breadth of it. Like, a more classic one, like Lemmez, a newer, more experimental one, like Six. Uh, maybe, uh, um, oh,
0: Six was good.
3: Just like, get a good middle grade. I do love Six a lot. Um, Six is great.
0: Hey, <laughs> listen to Six. That might be your uh birthday topic. We'll see. Uh, for uh, or I don't know if we've topic. ever said, yeah, we don't know if we have ever said this publicly, but um, uh, on their birthdays, which we have our first one coming up. Fairly soon, uh, they fairly each get to soon. host the show and um, and have their own topic and everything. Even even though this is a "quote unquote" gaming podcast, who cares? We're opening the floodgates. So, <clears throat> anyways, this week in gaming, guys, I have taken a new—I've taken on a new hobby, guys. Uh oh, of killing White Fire over and over again in Battle Block Theater i'm so happy it's incredible
3: (laughs) i want you two to play battle
2: Ted someday
1: it happens a lot more often than than it should
2: have honestly is it on purpose or is it just more of intentional well they're both the same thing Intentional. it's it's
1: not uh not necessarily annoying me except you know i there's a lot of the unintentional ones which i'm fine with it's the you know i'm struggling to make it through this jump and i finally make it and then suddenly there's a grenade at my feet and i die and i have to redo the same thing i've been struggling with <laughs> it's like really
0: really it's it's funny i don't care what you say i think it's funny it's going to make me sound like a dick but you know um but we've been the, playing it's been very the game fun.
1: is designed to be mean to, you, to your buddies so
0: <laughs> yeah so it's been it's been very fun we've been I think we just got through chapter four, so we only have three left: uh, five, six, oh, seven. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then of course, one week, one week too late. And as in that, I mean, I started playing it yesterday. Tetris effect connected. Holy Ooh. shit! I've been I've been kind of I've been kind of in a Tetris mood. And so I was like, I played some Tetris Ultimate, which I had, and I was like, man, I got Game Pass. I should download this other Tetris game. It's incredible. They have music that like goes along with you spinning the pieces and dropping them and holding and like they have sound effects for all that. And it all fits into the song. They got this crazy like background stuff going on and you have like multiple stages that you go through. The speed changes based on um based on how fast the music is going. And sometimes they'll get faster and then slow down and it's just it's incredible. I've Beautiful. been playing it constantly. Fucking love it Tetris. Really is.
3: It, it's, one of, it's one of the best Tetris games ever made. It, I know exactly the one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. One of my sound designer friends extensively played it and talked about like the sound design behind it not too long ago.
0: Oh, oh, good. Soybean, I know you got Game Pass. Play it. Please play it. It's so
2: good. I'm not really a big Tetris person. Skelly I like sure. pinball. Yeah. I respect I love pinball, but the Tetris, like, gunk, gunk, gadoo, you know what I mean? It's just.
3: Yeah, that definitely well, sounds like a skill issue to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I can make it to about level 10 before I start to panic, so I'm not even that great either. You start um, getting all sweaty and clammy. Well, it's just that's when it starts going so fast I can't. Figure out where to put the pieces. I'm starting to get a little bit better because it kind of like it'll do like level like three, five, seven, nine, and then drop back down to three sometimes, and now I'm kind of I'm so late in the game that it just keeps getting faster and faster, and like the one I'm stuck on right now, it raises you up to like level twelve, and I usually fail out around level eleven, so now I'm like, well, shit, but I'm just gonna keep trying at it because the music is amazing and just the aesthetics and there's also this um um mechanic where you can freeze time for a little bit and clear lines and like it'll move the clear lines to the bottom so you don't top out nice and to get you extra points so you can get like more than a tetris you can get like 8 12 and if you get if you clear all the lines i think it's called an impositress or something like that which i can never hope to get but if i do i'll let you guys know so tetris effect (laughs) connected Great game. Other than that, uh, we started SpongeBob Truth or Square. Not as good as Battle for Bikini Bottom. It has the same music, but plays way, way worse. So, um, no, you know, no. For all the SpongeBob and uh, aficionados out there, uh, Truth or Square uses the same graphics on Xbox 360 as the GameCube version, which came out six years Whoa. earlier. It uses the same music as the GameCube game, which came out six years earlier, and the voice lines are way more annoying. The sound effects are worse. Everything about that game is just worse, and yet I'm still going to play it. So, yeah. It's been a great week for gaming for me, and I got back into Rock Band. Played a little bit of Rock Band. Very fun. Um, Nice. Yeah. So, what about you, Lightfire? Alright, so, I've had the pretty much
1: similar kind of game experience for the past week as I had the past couple episodes. You and I did Forza Horizon 5 on Thursday, did the new seasonal stuff, uh, some Destiny 2 I did with Little Devil Rubins. Uh, we did the new Raid on on Sunday, I believe it was. That was yesterday. Uh, and as well, I did some Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, hit a few more achievements in that. Got some more progress. Standard things. Really nothing new for me game-wise.
0: Sorry, mate?
2: soybean yeah so again i just said my own name leaving it in soybean. I, it's like a summoning bean, character
1: bean the soy. Uh,
2: yeah so uh yeah same thing uh playing destiny 2 uh, i finally completed the campaign on legendary difficulty so i was really amazed on that i cheese callus at the end so i mean i had no other oh. choice but to. so oh. uh I, I i, I I got on top of the orb that locks you in there when he goes into the second phase, and I just sat there and just poisoned him over and over again. Right? Like this, he did. He did the same thing as Little Devil Rubens. Oh yes. So, it, uh, was,
1: I mean, so. I did the fight properly. <laughs> oh no,
2: no, there was no problem issue, honestly.
1: That, the second the second phase was absolutely no issue. He has so little health. Sure, you're spending some more time running, but I mean. <laughs> you run you turn around you hit him with a couple shots and then you turn run around and you repeat it was not hard the first phase was more annoying in my opinion
2: oh first phase i hid under the stairs what are you talking about there was no fighting i just hid so yeah and then just, did the there was no the hiding you just hid i just hid there was no hiding i hid uh <laughs> And then did the raid on Sunday, playing Dokkan Battle. You know, if you like it, you like it. You know exactly what I'm talking about. It's an amazing mobile game. Um, yeah. Don't raid with people you know. I, I think that's the lesson I learned this Sunday. Uh, <laughs> or raid with the right people you know.
0: <laughs> or that too, right? I did like, know you had friends outside of us. That's what you everyone assumes
2: that, right? It's like you have friends, like even my own friends. Would be like you have friends somewhere else. I'm like, yes, I
0: I can I have, I have a podcast ability. with them.
2: Hashtag yeah, has oh yeah, podcast. Yes, subs you know, a little little hint right there. Oh, it's my podcast. So uh, I want to point
1: out that we invited Soybean to come raid with us on Sunday, and <laughs> they decided to not that they were gonna pl- keep playing with their friends. So it took us what 193 minutes for our completion. Their double. Yeah, about it, three it, was,
3: it was it was three hours and three minutes exactly, and it's also important to note that whenever I asked if Soybean would join us, he was in this group. He left that group to join us, and then while we were gathering everybody else, he left us again to go back to them when at this point it had been several hours that they had been running it and they still hadn't finished the first encounter, which is literally just to the finish and kill a few tormentors. It was a very easy first encounter.
2: You want to get into yeah. an argument, play with my friends. They'll make you want to kill somebody, your spouse, your neighbor, whatever. They you you'll you'll find something. It, it's <sighs> I I want to mention we were
1: 193 minutes. Uh so I mean, how long was your run? <laughs> uh around like
2: 653 56 around there.
1: <sighs> oh and God. I translated the, that's minutes by the way. Um mm-hmm. I translated minutes to hours. That run to completion took 10 hours. And ten point six hours. That is so ten and three quarters, two thirds. Is that
0: rather. imperial or metric?
1: Uh, that is of course metric time.
0: Yeah, so we don't exactly know an imperial time.
3: Canadian standard so, time. No. <laughs> Canadian but
1: standard I'm, time. I'm sure you should... can find the conversion from you know metric time to imperial time.
0: Uh, we'll we'll get into it. We'll we'll look into it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm oh, sure I'm we sorry.
2: have the technology. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, never doing it again. I, I think I learned my lesson, you know, dance with the devil, you know, not little devil, but just the devil, you know, uh, then the, then the ones you don't, and I normally don't, really don't rave with them because they're more PVP. Uh, so I, you know, kind of abandoned that cause I'm more of a PVE, but it, it was, I never wanted to suffocate somebody with a sock more than Sunday. It was bad lesson learned. <laughs> Hundred percent, it.
0: So you want to do root tomorrow? Oh yeah, I'm down. <laughs> if he's not if he's not kicking children off of jet skis, oh is he totally oh, happy.
2: Yeah, let's, uh, I don't even want to open that door. That was a funny conversation, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag throwback. <laughs> Red <Rather> dang. <laughs> so stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Devil. <laughs>
3: no worries. All right. So, this week in gaming, before I talk about what I've played in the last week, I just want to give a special shout-out to the surprise announcement that we are going to be getting a Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 4 this year. That is a franchise that has not had a new game since, like, 2007, 2008. Uh, Just crazy to me. Like, I grew up on some of the Dragon Ball Z Budokai slash Tenkaichi series.
2: Yes, I did too. So, yeah, that was
3: out of nowhere. Uh, Really, really excited for that. Hopefully it's good. There's a lot of fighting games coming out this year, like the new Street Fighter and the new Mortal Kombat. But we'll see if uh, they still got it in them with old Goku. Um, Excited to see how that plays out. All right, last week in gaming for me, I'm still working on my 120-star run of super mario 64 for my switch and i have 90 something stars now i have two secret stars to go um the one that is like right across from rainbow ride and the one in the final bowser mission where you grab the eight coins right before beating him so that's going to be the very last star i get I'm working on Tiny Huge Island right now, which is Course 13. And then I will have the dreaded TikTok Clock and Rainbow Ride. And then I will be done! So, excited to finish that one out. I've been doing some speedrun... Tr- uh, attempting anyway, some speedrun tactics that Mario 64 speedrunners use um, as I'm going along, just for funsies, see if I can pull them off. I've actually been able to pull off quite a few. Um, of the lower, like, easy beginner to intermediate ones. Like, there's one for Tall Tall Mountain, where you clip through a wall at the very start of the map, and you essentially get to the edge of the waterfall on the inside of this wall and jump up, and it warps you almost all the way to the top of the mountain. It's a huge time skip for people that are working on speedruns. And I'm able to pull that off semi-consistently, so that's cool. Um, Obviously, been playing a lot of Destiny 2. I did attempt the contest mode for Root of Nightmares. I was playing with some of our clanmates on Friday night, and we made it to the third encounter before we called it in the night. Uh, And that was maybe like five hours of time. And it was just because we had been running for a while and it started so late that we decided to call it. We were actually doing pretty consistent damage on the boss. We just knew that we had plenty of time left since there's 48 hours to contest mode now. And we're going to continue working on that the next day. I had a wedding, so while I was at the wedding, they went ahead and finished... They're clear. Um, They finished fighting the final boss like shortly after I had gotten back home, like very, very late. And obviously, that had warned them out. (laughs) So, from there, I tried LFG ing it. And well, LFG will always be what it is for day one raids. So, didn't get the emblem, but I'm very happy for all of my clanmates that did as well as the success rate for this particular one. This day one slash contest mode has more successful clears and players with the emblem than every other Destiny raid across Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 combined. 44,000 plus teams cleared it, which means 270-something thousand guardians now have the emblem which is insane to me in a good way um i think that it should always be that low of a barrier to entry for a contest mode because a lot of people are freaked out by the sudden influx of really large numbers but the fact of the matter is that is still less than 10 percent of the destiny community that have that emblem and by god i can tell you that was still
1: a challenge on contest mode for day one To quote a statistic, light.gg, which is just an online tracking service for this kind of stuff, um, that's still less than 2% of their total user base. So yeah, it's, it's still a low number. It's still an exclusivity thing. People that are mostly content creators are, some content creators are getting bitchy and uppity about how it's almost a handout at this point. Well, yes. And you compare it to like Last Wish, who only had two teams that cleared it. Uh, yeah, 45,000 is a big jump. but I'm I don't think this is a bad thing per se because it's still an exclusivity. <laughs> once once it hit reset Sunday morning, no one else could get it for the rest of existence.
3: And yeah, we could go in on that for like a really long time talking about all the different factors that made that what it is. like the completely even playing field in terms of mods with contest mode being what it is. Um, obviously, the brand new mod system. Everybody's still trying to figure out, and the fact that everyone has all of the mods now, instead of some people having to wait six plus months yep, for yep. Ada to sell the right one and hope and pray that they're not busy that day. Um, there's th- there's so many factors that went into that, and none of them are, are a bad thing in my opinion. <laughs> I when some people are thinking that this one was going to be is quote unquote easier than some of the other contest modes, because next year's one is going to be like, super brutal and hard because it's the final shape and it's going to be the final rate of the first 10 years of Destiny and this and that. I don't, I don't need that to be true. I don't care to think it's going to be true. Um, I don't think it matters, honestly. Like if it's another Root of Nightmares level contest mode where hundreds of thousands of people are getting the emblem, good. Like it means more and more people are engaging with the content, which is a good thing for the game as a whole. And I I don't know. I don't know. I've been I've been seeing a lot of hot takes from certain content creators, as you've been saying, that are like calling this a handout and too easy and this and that. And there's just so much nuance in that topic.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous to expect though that all these players are going to, you know, Stay up for twenty four hours straight to do this. Like two days is I think they should have done that way earlier. Cause like last year when we did um name the raid please.
2: <laughs> vow?
0: Yeah, we did vow. If we had two days, I think I would have had the patience to continue. Cause we, could have we did have two to- days. Did we?
3: Yeah, we we did have two days, we just didn't. Continue to try after the first nine hours they extended they extended contest mode an extra 24 hours because of all the load-in uh glitches that were happening like left Uh, and right yeah because i mean i guess from the
0: beginning because it was supposed to be 24 hours right and then they extended it because it was broken yeah so i still take my point stance like you know from the beginning yeah, and it's like you have two days to do this. They'd be like, okay, well, if we spend seven hours on the first day on the first encounter, we'd be like, okay, let's let's back off, take a break, and then we don't have to come back at like 11 p.m. and, and work until four in the morning. So.
2: This this is the last thing I
1: want to mention about the raid, but the nice thing about the two days is that it still has the world's first race, and then there's still the time for the uh, everyone to like figure out all the mechanics. So if you're really struggling with things on day one. You can wait until the second day where uh, all the big content creators have gone and made their guides. You can review those guides, and then you can yep. still do it with the contest mode. So you're not figuring things out and dealing with difficulty. You can just deal with difficulty. Yeah. So it, that is another benefit to the two-day. That was a key thing that was working
3: super well for the team on in our clan that I was running with on Friday is we had like a pretty thorough Reddit guide. I think either Aztec or Rick Cakis had already had videos up. Like Yeah, se- Aztec like, that's across w-
1: cross is insane. Fallout like, plays
3: like, yeah. 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 Literal literal hours after the world's first was done, um, where we were able to figure out any sort of mechanics that had confused us. But even then like this raid was mostly like mechanically Challenging rather than DPS challenging, and the mechanics weren't even too challenging per se. Too challenging oh, no. per se. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of zig. Yeah. The first two encounters is a lot of zigzagging. Um, I think that the boss, the first boss, is probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, boss encounter in all of Destiny Two. I love the Planets encounter so much, and I hope that we are able to take Exotic through that raid soon because I think it, I think that uh, Exotic will enjoy that encounter as well. And then Nezarek is just batshit insane. I wasn't in Nezarek for very long. We finished the raid yesterday, about eight minutes before I needed to be clocked in at work. So the second we finished, I thanked everyone for the clear... And fucking bolted to my car. <laughs> but from what I remember of the, the three or four attempts it took us to do Nezarek yesterday, uh, that fight is pure chaos, and I mm-hmm. kind of love it. I don't understand a whole lot of what's going on outside of what my duty was yet. But it feels very frantic. It feels, feels kind of like Rolk if Rolk was down on the field with you the entire time, Instead of him just hovering above you until it's time for you to go upstairs and do damage. And I really like. that Walt had that. a
1: father figure, a dad bod. Definitely oh, yeah.
3: Miserek <laughs> is thick. He's not um, the stepdad. He's the dad that stepped up for sure. Yeah. So. I
0: want to make like a point real quick. And then I would like to let Soybean do his rant. Um, kind of interesting, I'm just, I'm going back a point, but just something I thought up, interesting all these content creators are bitching about how many people are getting to clear, yeah, are they the same content creators that are releasing guides on how they get to the clear?
2: That is true. Yeah. That is
0: true. What a world they're they're also the people who are paid to play the game, like, it's their <sighs>
1: job, versus the people who are the average Joe who's like, hey, this is my weekend, let's try this.
0: Yeah, Hey guys um here's how you clear the raid and then the next video is why are so many people clearing the damn raid unbelievable like how are they figuring this it's too easy <laughs> no
2: no no you're 100% right because that's exactly what they've been so i follow fallout so that was the reason why for me it was just like he said that the raid was difficult i could tell you from my point of view i think what made it more difficult is the people you go with that it's <laughs> like if you have no communication you want to have an argument because you think your loadout is better than everyone else's loadout and your existence is more important because you have no job and all you do is play destiny all day. Sure. You know, that's perfectly fine. But I also feel as though, like from a casual player, from a standpoint that I have, it it was kind of, it, it was it was all right, I liked it. I mean, it was a good entry for a lot of the new players that they bring in right for all, well, they walk you through most of the mechanics through all the little jump puzzles that you had to through, like even before you go to Nazareth at the end, there was a wave that hit you, and you had to get the light and dark buff, right? That was even a trial trying to get through that that it was it was just a hot mess waiting to get stepped on and then everyone that I was reading with stepped on it. Let's just explain it like that. Like everything that can go wrong did go wrong. Like I had to leave to go drop my daughter off to her mom on uh Sunday for two hours. And I came back and they were still doing the planet uh room. So that goes to tell you like how bad it was. It was just, I wanted to cry. I literally did. I mind you, when we did with contest mode, we couldn't even get past the first room. Like we were there from like hashtag relatable. It was, it was bad, bad. Like we were there for hours and then we, we fell asleep around like 12 and then we woke up and I was like, Hey, we're going to raid again. And then we started it back up. And that was another 11 hours of my life that I'll never get back. So just really think about it. It's just lesson learned. Just if you have a sound team that you can communicate with and understand, and yeah, we have uh Papa, Papa light fire over there who uh, kind of rings people in sometimes, uh, but it's not really too bad. Like You got to get with so, people that you synergize with. And, to be 100%. fair, you deserve it
1: sometimes. Oh, yeah, 100%. Deserve I would never it. sit sometimes. down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would never sit down and He's say, oh, Run to I the didn't. dark
1: side. He runs over to the light side.
2: <laughs> hey, listen, I was <laughs> nodes this whole way, by <laughs> the way. I was the nose man, which was amazing. But, you know, I, there's a reason why the, the podcast
1: is called Pass the Brain Cell because there's one brain cell that gets passed between two people in every raid I do with.
0: <laughs> Actually, me and Lightfire were talking about this the other day where um, <laughs> I didn't rub it in, but I guess now it's my time to rub it in on air on the podcast for everyone to hear.
4: Well, um, we were, doing, a we we're doing
0: Vault of, uh, of Glass on day one. And actually, I'm still not giving you sheds. I just think it's funny. I'm not like being a dick. It's I had to kidding. eat it's my own end. words. <laughs> so, so Glass starts up. For people who don't know, um, you have three platforms you have to stand on and not let enemies stand on. Do it long enough until the door opens. And then, uh, again, for people who don't know, on day one of raids, uh, for the first, for now 48 hours, uh, it's in what's called contest mode, which just means it's hard as shit. For no reason for 48 hours. So, uh, the, Meet Lightfire- They count your power
1: so that everything is higher than you and will hit you harder,
2: and you hit them yep. for less. Yep. Hit so them like a dump I dunk. think all
0: of us were there, or maybe not, Soybean. Was soybean, were you there too? Or is it just No, I three? don't think. I think it was just three. Okay. I don't think I was OK, so, uh, so Me Lightfire and, Light and Rubbins. Um, so we divide up the teams. I forgot where Rubbins- no, Me and Rubins went to the right. Lightfire went- <sighs> I forgot. You should know, right? Middle or left?
1: I think I, I started left.
0: I think you started, you started left. So me and Rubens are on the right, and there's no cover, and of course these enemies are hitting super hard. And we keep dying. And then pop the light fire over here. It's like, why guys keep dying? Like, come on. It, hold yourself. Like, it bitch. makes it sound like there's, it was,
1: you know, after like two or three minutes. No, this was like after like four minutes. No, no. Okay, this
0: <laughs> was, okay. I'll I will say it. I'll say it. This was about a half hour. <laughs> of this before light fire, papa light became papa light fire yeah. he's like what the fuck's going on over there i'm like well there's kind of no cover over here it's rough like every time we get up here we die it's it's bad he's like okay when you switch out so robin's like okay i'll go left light comes right with me and I'll, I'll, how long did it take i'm not gonna under exaggerate i'm gonna let you how long did it take before you realized <laughs>
1: Um, like, I think oh, it was shit. like a solid two or three minutes. It had I to have been like two or three minutes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and I to was be like, fair, I think I still died um, less,
1: but I was like, okay, yeah, no, there is no cover over here.
4: <laughs>
1: no, it was a big open no, field. No,
0: it was pretty even. No, I'm not gonna. I like. I thought ultimately like, 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 we were both you. like we're trying. It's not that he wasn't trying. No, you pretty much like. We would both get up there, and then we would pretty much both die. Because if if one of us were able to stay alive long enough, then we could have kept it okay, but we couldn't. Um, But it's okay. Not mad. I'm not making you look like a dick, or at least I'm trying not to. It's just, it's what happened. It was very funny. Uh, And eventually we moved to the middle, and two randoms were able to do it. The one one time. Just the one time. Every other time he's right. I apologize to him every time we do one of the strikes. Because the trains do move faster before you pass them. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I just wanted to... I just thought that was a funny story we just we brought up the other day. Uh, I, I, else I you know, know I have some or, apology before? to make
1: in Vex, but, or in Vault, but I don't recall what it's for anymore.
0: Um, In the maze, the maze where the guys instantly kill you, you can sprint immediately to the chest.
1: Oh yes, that's what it was.
0: Yeah, which is very funny. We do this stupid thing where every time we pass the same part, it for me of the strike and for him of the raid, he goes, I want to apologize (laughs) to like for me, I'd say Lightfire, I want to apologize. The trains do move faster before you pass them. And then you get and then I get a giggle and then we move on. It happens every time. It's incredible. So did you have fun at least soybean or are you just using this platform to tell everyone in the world that your raid team sucked?
2: Oh, no. I, I, did I have fun? No, it was horrible. I, I think like the last <laughs> 40 yeah. seconds, like I think I just flipped off because someone was just like, hey, do you know that you can, you know, you could tap the div instead of just holding it? And I said, what do you think I'm doing? Spinning on my thumb? I'm like, I know exactly what I'm doing here. And then the Philly came out, which I'm not going to let come out here at the podcast because you know uh, I don't I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta remember. <laughs> I gotta get I gotta get the I'm at work personality in. Uh, but yeah, it was it was to the point where I'm just like maybe I'm not going to be raiding with these guys anymore. I love them. I grew up with most of them, so it's hard to say. Hey, I don't want to do this with you all, but it is what it is. I'm not going to do it with them. I know where my team's at. And I might get yelled at by Papa Lightfire, but at the end of the day, we'll be all right. <laughs> at the end like, of the day, I do it out of
1: love.
0: <laughs> I was like, is that your new like, evil person? I love that my like, poor Papa dumb, dumb Lightfire. Children. Next time you get mad, uh, it's like, Papa is coming out. <laughs> yeah,
2: basically, right? It's like when you start knocking stuff down and your dad wakes up. And you get the belt and you know it's going to happen, but you knew you did it to yourself. That's basically what's the, how that feeling is. Except yeah. I wouldn't use the belt. So I would give you the verbal lashing. Choice words. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> even
0: worse. I'm not angry. I'm
2: just disappointed in you. <laughs> like, Dad doesn't beat me. He just verbally abuses me on a regular. I'm like, wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's there's the a horrible real. Family Guy episode I just watched. It's one of the newer ones where uh, they enroll Meg in basketball. And they basically, and Peter just verbally abuses her to make her play better, and eventually his voice goes out, and then she gets sad because she's like, well damn, my dad's not verbally abusing me, so I suck now. And I'm like, what's the, what's the lesson here? Verbally abuse our children? Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, okay, alright. Okay, so you, you oh early father, I'm a father. My child yep. does not, I can't say Serenity, put that down. Serenity, put that down. I got to say Serenity, put that shit down. And then she does it. Like I have to literally get to that point where she's like, oh, oh, dad, dad, dad's dad, mad. And it doesn't make any sense. If I told you like six times to put it down, Serenity, if you ever hear this podcast at any point in this time in your life, put it down. That's it. That's all I got to say to that. Put it down. But <laughs> there's down. no reason
1: it, for you it to It could be, be <laughs> parenting from the other half too, though.
2: That's a no. That's a can of worms that I don't want to open. But yeah, p- just yeah. Put it let's down let's not there. open that can of worms here. <laughs> um, this is not therapy. I this mean, this is past the brain cell.
0: Yeah, we're kind of starting to hit that point a little bit um, where I'm like, hey, put it down, put it down, and he'll just kind of look at me and then turn around, and walk away with it, and I'm like, God damn it! And I go and a it out of his hand. You you're the same thing I do with like, the cat. I cats. told you to put it down. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I know, I like you the same thing spray, I did with you the only...
1: spray them with water. Throw a pillow oh, at them. Oh, so that's what you Starts
0: running. Just throw my pillow and then spray them with water. All right, sounds yeah, good. A little spray bottle yeah. from the dollar spray store. Spray with water that's... and then chuck the pillow. you're gonna, you had to give the kid opportunity. If you're gonna take anything for this podcast, <laughs> spray your children spray with water. <laughs> 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 what <When> they misbehave! <laughs> oh my god!
1: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a water gun, except just you know, as discipline instead. Yeah.
0: No, he's a, no, he's a very good baby. Just he's kind of starting to hit the point where you know, he's like, wait a second, I don't have to listen to my parents, and so he just. will <laughs>
1: um,
0: But it's okay. that's where you pull up the time. That's the where the show starts. It's uh no, but parents have been a great experience, so. Alright, well I think it's time we get on to everyone's favorite segment the Netflix show the Netflix kids show of the week. Ooh. And this week yeah, this week I'd like to showcase a show I found this one is specifically for Lightfire it's called Kitty Cats K-I-D-E oh. cats So 'Cause I saw cats and I was like, oh Lightfire's gonna love this. So to start off, I would true. like to have two a... kitties. Yeah, he does have two cats. Uh one of them is currently my Xbox profile picture. Um yeah, so the art style I would compare it to Peppa Pig, you know, uh Lightfire, what Lightfire thinks is my favorite show of all time. Um You played the bit game worse, like four times. <laughs> like I get the achievements, man. Um real Peppa Pig vibes narrator talks over the show so um these are all divided into five minute episodes one to make a note there is a hundred and four episodes of this show there's a lot um so there are five main characters this family only three of them have names they have friends but they have friends but i didn't note it uh the like middle cat his name is cookie uh, he's, a, he's a slim cat. That's the only note I had for him. He doesn't really have a personality. Uh, Pudding is the older cat. He's fat, and he cries in every episode. Um, and then the small baby sister, Candy. She's the smartest of the three. So typically, and actually with this show, I have officially figured out the one thing I hate most in kid shows. Catchphrases. Fucking hate Catchphrases. And this show has one, and they use it constantly, at least twice per episode. So at some point in the episode, Pudding will cry, and two times during the episode, they get into a formation where it's Pudding on the left, Candy in the middle, and Cookie on the right. They will hold hands, wave them up and down, and go, me, wow, me, wow, me, wow, me, wow. The same sound by every single time. And I'm always watching out for someone saying something they're about to do, and I'm like, don't go into the formation and then they go into the formation and I go, son of a bitch. And sometimes they go in the formation real quick. Like I'm not ready for it. I'm like, they're not good, they're not even in the formation. And all of a sudden it's just like whoosh, they do the thing, and I'm like, God damn it. So fucking catchphrases. So episode one. The three cats trying to figure out what to get their dad for their birthday. Candy suggests a bicycle so he can ride over the traffic to work. But the mom claims that uh, he's too clumsy to do such a thing. Uh, Pudding thinks they're rich and suggests that she buys him a helicopter. But apparently their city has so much smog uh, that he will be covered in soot and will not be able to fly to work. So any work on that, that's pretty bad. Uh, Cookie thinks that mom's a millionaire and goes, oh, well, why don't you buy him a rocket? And mom goes, well, he's too dumb to fly a rocket. He'll get caught in a in fucking Martian traffic jam or something. I don't know. Very stupid. So, she then just suggests that she that they get him a musical birthday card. They meow four times. They go to the or get the birthday card. They come home and they listen to it for hours on end until the battery dies. Uh, and then they're freaking out that their dad's going to be pissed and throw them into the dungeon, <clears throat> which they Whoa. do have a cellar, a cellar door in the middle of the living room that gets explored later. So. Um, They ask mom what to do, and she says just replace the battery. Uh, Pudding cries, and then uh, Cookie and Pudding start pulling on the card in disgust, and they rip it in half. The dad comes home, ringing the doorbell to his own house, and his slave wife lets him in. He's twice as big as all of the other cats, or as, as the mom. And his voice, my wife said that his voice sounds like her impression of me. It's like very dark or not dark, it's very deep um very intolerable uh, he's my he's the worst character in the show by far um so they think to make a birthday card for him, and when they hand him the card he opens it, they begin to play the same song that the original card would play, uh and then he goes on to say that it's the best birthday gift he ever got. Um, he must be one sad man if the if if a birthday card that plays music is the best thing he's ever gotten. I would like to know more about this character. Please.
1: Um, yeah. and then My the... cat's one specifically, huh. enjoys paper. The most favorite thing ever. To destroy the paper and then play with it. So, birthday card, probably not too far out of the imagination for him.
0: It's still very sad. And he makes me sad. Uh, the episode ends with, quote, What could be better than music, cake, and family? Followed by four me to make me want to me-wows. shoot myself and then end credits. Um,
1: so what I hear is that this needs to be how we sign off the episodes.
2: Me wow? <laughs> me wow.
0: <laughs> me wow. <laughs> I might. We, we need to synchronize it. I'll make a sound clip and we'll just throw it in whenever we're happy.
1: Like um, in between segments.
3: It has to be completely unenthusiastic.
0: Me wow. Me wow. Me wow. Me wow. Me wow. I watched a couple more episodes. Uh, the only notes I made, uh, the second episode, they want to make a movie and they use the mom's phone to record a movie. The t- the f- my favorite line the dad ever said was, they're like, oh, we need a whale. Oh, let's get the dad because he's fat. And they dress him up in a Dang. whale costume and he goes, I'm a whale. <laughs> and I was like oh no
3: I know <laughs> the voice actor for that dad was like finally <laughs> sorry
0: <laughs> this is no. It's, this is the line I've been waiting to say Um, and then while they're trying when they're about to wonder about the film their grandma calls and Pudding goes what grandma <laughs> I can't talk right now I'm making a movie and hangs up on her <laughs> just incredible um, amazing. yeah and then and then the next one, they go. They want to go to a picnic, and the only thing I know was that uh, Candy wanted to um, build a sandcastle in the middle of a park. There's no sand. There's no water. Just grass. So you know she's dumb. I thought she was the smartest of the three, but she's not. Um. So in terms of um, enjoyability, I guess a trash truck is still number one. I think it. Mu- I think it's better than Go Dog Go. Actually you want no. No it's not. It's actually worse because of the catchphrases. So it's in third. I'd put it three out of four. Gecko's Garage is still worse. Go Dog Go is better because there's less catchphrases. Two per episode. Fucking ridiculous. Stop saying me wow. Stop it with the catchphrases. Can I make
2: (laughs) a suggestion for a show I want you to you know, to taste?
0: No.
3: No. Yeah, he said no to me. Two episodes ago, so the answer is still no. Yep. No. Gotta keep it consistent.
0: Yes, we <laughs> sure do. Although, Robbins, if you want to send one to me, I have a list, but if you want to send one to me, I will, I will get to it. Just, uh, just send it to All me, right. just DM it to me. Next week, I have a very interesting one for you guys. It's disgusting. So, <laughs> disgusting. it is. You will see what I mean, because my wife showed me something related to the show, and I almost puked. Um. So this week's topic, which I'm very sad to say, Ruben went a little overboard on. I, I guess I did <laughs> not explain good enough. Um, are our favorite games of all time? So what we've done, <laughs>
3: or what we were supposed uh, hold, to do? Hold up, hold up. Lightfire, did you snitch on me in the like two minutes it took me to join the
1: Discord? Maybe. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Wasn't was really a snitch. He was. He was just. He I asked me. I felt bad. You know, dude, how, I feel horrible. Because
0: he was no, like, "Oh yeah, I've how, already, changed, how much did you have
1: to do?" I I've was been, like, "Well, <laughs> I didn't have to do a I've, whole
3: lot, but I've been working on changing there, my list this whole time, so
0: I feel so bad." So here's. So we have 25 different genres um, that I took from Wikipedia that I assumed all of us would have played, though so one of them I actually messed up on, which we'll get to. And then our five right. favorite games of all time. What Rubbins did was did his top five games for all 25 categories on top of his five. That's favorite what games I of thought you
2: meant. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I thought. Did I type that. it out wrong? No, In... no, I read the briefing correctly because the briefing states,
1: well, let me bring it up here. Uh, please have a game for each of these plus your top five games of all time. <laughs> it is very clearly written there. It is the last statement.
3: I had a wedding and a contest <laughs> mode this weekend. Cut me some slack. <laughs> well, the it's not the like,
0: sound. <laughs> I, I feel bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, your fault. <laughs> so what we're going to do is um, I will give you guys each category. Uh, We'll just go through each of our uh, categories, or each game for each category. And at the end, we'll um, give our top five. So we'll go five across us four, three, two, one. Um, Yeah, so I assume this will be a nice, fun episode. So our first category for games is our favorite platform game. For mine, I put down Super Mario 3D Land for the Nintendo 3DS. it was the first one, well, I haven't played 3D World yet, but 3D Land, uh, the levels were kind of like shrunken down than 64 levels, but they're linear. Um, the three secret coins were a blast to find. Um, it's really easy, and maybe that's why I like it because I'm bad at games, but, um, and you get to play as Luigi, so that's cool. So nice. Super Mario 3D Land on the Nintendo 3DS.
3: Phenomenal game. Yeah. Beautiful. Surprisingly, surprisingly long, too, because after you beat it, there's an entire, like, other eight Mm -hmm. second worlds in, like, an inverted world. It's nuts.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, it's my favorite. Yeah. I never beat those. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. But still, very. I stopped
3: around inverted world five. It's so long. It's so, so long.
0: Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's hard, too. Hmm.
1: My platform game, I went. Kind of in a similar vein. Uh, it's also Super Mario, but I went with Super Mario Galaxy 2. Oh. Now, it is a full 3D world, but it is still a platforming game. Um, and I was like, realistically, I have platformers. The only ones I've really played um, were both Kirby on the DS, um, which had like a bunch of games in one cartridge, and then Super Mario. And I was like, and I've enjoyed Super Mario Galaxy 2 the most out of all the Super Mario games I've played sunshine was also good but sunshine doesn't really play as a platformer per se so that's true i i picked
2: i went with galaxy 2. game. Okay. all right for mine i put rayman for uh the playstation so the reason why i picked this one was because rayman is a blob that has like floaty hands and head and feet and when you can hit a to hit an enemy in this one you get your hand and he goes really really big and he smacks the hell out of it so it's just like you're running through the 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 level and then you jump and then there's like a bug or something there and you just swat it with like full force and i like slapping ass so i like rayman that would be a nice hand to have so
0: fantastic
3: how do i even follow that all right um my number one (laughs) Of the five that I put down for this earlier was the Impossible Game, which is an indie game that started on the Xbox oh. arcade in like 2009, 2010, and it later moved to mobile and a few other places. I think it's available online on PC somewhere, and I think the team recently got back together to make a second one actually, which I don't know if it's out yet. I haven't checked since the announcement if it's out or if it's playable yet, anything like that. Uh, this inspired an entire genre of copycats like Geometry Dash, Beat Saber, et cetera, et cetera. And to this day, I, every once in a while, will re-download, on, re-download it on my phone, um, beat some of the levels that I've managed to beat, and then get really pissed off at the levels after nearly a decade of playing I still have not managed to beat. So that's my number one platformer for that reason. Also going to shout out uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Cuphead, and Doodle Jump.
0: Fantastic. Uh, shooter, favorite, our favorite shooter. Um, This one I went by Feel, even if it's not my favorite story. Um, And that's Destiny 2. Uh, shooting Aww. is just incredible. Um, even though the game is kind of monotonous, kill three ways enemies before we open this door and then do that mission 15,000 times. It's fun to do until it's not, but like it's not the shooting's fault, you know. It's just eventually I get bored of it. But in terms of shooting, Destiny 2 is the best shooting I've ever I've ever felt in the game, and it's yet to be topped. So my
1: favorite uh shooter, uh, I'm sure it will kind come of as no surprise was Halo 2. Hmm. I, I just... I fucking give up. I was up. hoping, for, I was I hoping for... There we go. There it was. That was the reaction I was hoping for. Fucking uh, damn it. No, my favorite... That was the reaction I was hoping for. My favorite shooter is Destiny 2 as well. It is a solid shooter game. Uh, I do enjoy it a bit more than Exotic does. Uh, I still play. He doesn't. He's given up on it. Um, But the mix of both com- uh the shooting action plus the abilities... And even uh, more recently, they've reworked all the abilities, which makes them just feel even better. Uh, shooting now meshes a lot more with your subclass too. You don't feel like you have to pick go into one or the other. They now mesh together, which is nice. And it's just only gotten better uh, with Destiny Two on the shooting perspective. So I'm I'm happy with Destiny Two as my best of. How
2: oh, nice. So I picked this one more for nostalgia reasons, and, and why I enjoyed it so much. It was Quake. So on the PlayStation One, uh, I had this little demo disc with Quake on it, and me and my brother used to run around and shoot each other. Graphics was horrible. I mean, they updated, gr- you know, Quake, and they, you know, they have some new models now. But for memory's sake, like I just, I loved it. I loved the experience. I loved playing with my brother before he grew up to be a bitch that he is. Uh, still love you, <sighs> Daniel. But, yeah, it was it was quake out of just nostalgia, you know, remember playing with my brother.
3: And obviously, for mine, uh, the game that is the reason that all of us as a collective group know each other, Destiny Two. I remember playing the beta for Destiny One the summer before it drops, and just and, falling yeah. in love with the franchise. Um, And knowing however many versions of it came out that I would be sticking by its side no matter what, here I am, years later, paying my own bills now, no longer having a very, very, (laughs) very, very notoriously loud uh, water heater slash boiler right next to me um, in the basement of the place that I grew up that all of my friends that were raiding with me could hear in high school. And uh, pretty much what everybody else has said, it's probably the best feel for a shooter that I've ever played and ever will play. I don't see anything topping the gunplay in this game for me ever, unless Bungie comes out with a completely different IP that somehow manages to top Destiny, which they are working on other IPs. I don't know if it's possible to top Destiny's gunplay, um, especially with all of the synergy between all the 3.0 subclasses and now Strand, which is. Mm -hmm. just leagues 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 better than what we had when stasis was initially released Um, and just so much more fun for me personally
2: i cannot get enough of strand yeah i'm a huge strand lover i love it it's it's actually well well designed
0: so the next one we have on here is fighting game let's uh let's give everyone a round of applause to the sellout because my favorite fighting game is Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, <laughs> Ultimate. So okay. I'm not a I'm not a just I'm not a big fighting game guy. Um, I mean, Mortal Kombat's fine. I guess single player would be Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh, oh, I, I love that don't. one. It's great, but Smash Brothers Ultimate ultimately, ha, because um, it just takes everything I love about Smash Brothers. All the characters, I've had the most fun with it. Um, I like the feel in that game the best. Just going back to Melee, man. Whew. Not that it's a bad game, it's just not for me anymore. I've kind of grown out of it. So, Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, fantastic fighting game.
1: And for me, I'm also in the Smash Bros. series. I haven't had the chance to play Ultimate. Uh, the only one that I've actually owned myself was Brawl, um, which is when they introduced the final smashes as well. So I really enjoyed Brawl. Brawl was fun. Um, people like to play it like without uh, the uh, final smashes and without the items, but I honestly prefer it with all the stuff. Um, usually, the only items I would request that people leave on would be the assist trophies as well as the Pokeballs, just because it's they're extra little hazards to nice and throw around there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. Smash Bros. Brawl for me. Uh, I never owned Melee. I did play a little bit of Melee, but again, Brawl just felt smoother to me and plus I played melee when I was like eight or nine, Brawl I actually got to play when I was like fourteen, 15 16.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Nice. So for my fighting game, it was more of an arcade game, but the Street Fighters, again nostalgia reason, destroying kids' dreams. Like I I I think I learned <laughs> oh those God combos. This again On purpose. I literally learned like you ever just sit there with a little Joy-Con and like you have to tilt and then turn and then and then throw it back by doing a light kick and a a hard kick and then a punch at the same time. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Street Fighters loved it. Back back forward.
1: And when he's saying like the light kick and the hard kick, he's not doing it in game. He's doing it to the person standing beside him. Yeah.
0: You know. Don't you? Don't you remember? Yeah. I learned all these combos where I took my fist, I put the Joy-Con to the right, and then I punched him when I went to the left. (laughs) In the face, because fuck (laughs) children.
4: Uh, Hey, you said that,
0: not me. Listen.
3: Back, back, forward.
0: Back, back, forward.
3: Back, back, forward. Uh, For mine, quick honorable mention to Dragon Ball Z Budokai 2, probably the first uh, fighting game I ever played. I will never forget just randomly choosing Tien, because I liked the, the fact that he was bald and had a third eye without knowing who he was <laughs> as a character and getting beat up by my brother every single time I managed to beat him as T.N. because I would just spam his eyeball beam. Uh, and any time that my brother played any character and won from spam attacking, it would be totally fine and cool. But anytime I did the same thing, he'd beat me up. He also started beating me up when I won as well, <laughs> or whenever he won as well, just as a display of dominance. He He's kind of mean sometimes. Um, Mine is also going to be a Super Smash (laughs) game. Um, I think Brawl is my favorite fighting game of all time, just for nostalgia purposes. I do love Ultimate. I do love all of the characters. I think the feel is better. Um, But Game & Watch isn't as good in Ultimate as he is in Brawl, and he's phenomenal in Brawl. Absolutely cracked as him, uh, exotic can attest to that. I won a tournament of some of our high school friends as him. Good job. Uh, and I wasn't even the best player there, so that was I mean, really we beat really the, fun.
0: I mean, the fact I made second, could we beat the best player? <clears throat> Someone did. I don't know if it was me, but um, yeah, it was. fun. I'm not mad about that anymore. You got the ten hammer or the nine hammer. Good job, man.
3: Subspace, I think S- subspace emissary. Um, I think the story mode of Brawl is a lot better. And I still, to this day, chase the high of seeing all of those characters in one place. Um, and the way the story mode worked, having you play as each of them throughout was just glorious. I do enjoy Ultimates' like World of Light thing, but it just didn't hit the same marks to me as Subspace Emissary. I love the boss rush mode in that too. I used to practice all the time, just melting down all the bosses with each of the characters, especially Taboo. Taboo is probably one of my all-time boss, all-time favorite boss fights in any game ever. Took me forever to figure out how to successfully dodge his damn near unbeatable um, wing attack, and even then, it you have to be near frame perfect in order to do it.
0: Uh, quick, uh. Quick survey. Uh, preferred Smash Brothers controller? Always gonna be the GameCube for me.
2: GameCube. GameCube.
3: GameCube when it's available.
0: I primarily played Brawl with the
1: Wiimote and the Nunchuk.
0: And then anything whether it's like... available. <laughs> Rubins?
3: Yeah, I, I like the GameCube controller when it's available. Um if not then I can figure it out. Um uh, my least favorite would probably be Playing ultimate with just like a single Joy-Con, like not both of them, just yeah. holding it like sideways. It's, I it's it's, it's doable. I've done it. Um, I've won matches that way, but it's not it's not my favorite way to go about playing
1: ultimate. Which is which is why I preferred having the nunchuck because the nunchuck has the control stick for the Wiimote. You can actually move you know properly and you still have access to all your other buttons. Yeah. And the dodge button was on the uh, the nunchuck, too, if I'm correct. So you can move and do your dodges relatively quickly at, with one hand.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's nice. The, uh, the GameCube works on everything, except the N64 version. But uh, I, when they brought the uh, adapter to Wii U, that was fantastic. And I actually have one of those for my Switch, so I can still use my GameCube controllers.
1: I think I would enjoy Ultimate. I just haven't had a chance to get it, because it's still like eighty nine ninety nine. And I really wouldn't have anyone to play it with. Um, again, most of the people I play with exist over the internet. And even then, we have a hard time getting everyone to play the same game at the same time, so... Yeah, it's just, it is too cost cost prohibitive, and I wouldn't have anyone to play with, so it would be truly a yeah. sunk cost for nothing.
0: So, kind of in the fine game vein, we have our favorite beat-em-ups. I'm not a huge fan of beat-em-ups, but of my... Of them all, I think my favorite is Castle Crashers. Um, The different different characters you get to play as are incredible. I spent most of my time playing as Hattie Haddington from Battle Block Theater. He's got amazing attacks. His uh, magical attack is a giant flying golden whale that drops gold blocks. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, um, when me and Lightfire played, I stole a setup that one of our high school friends did. Where I played as the uh, pink knight and just set my speed and just maxed out my speed and um shot everything with both narrows and, and actually worked out <laughs> pretty well. It was very fun, so castle crashers for me.
1: And for me, I actually went with battle block because I had this issue with a lot of the titles where I haven't, or a lot of the genres we picked where. I haven't really played any of those genres, so I had to go and I had to Google. Okay, what falls under this category? So, for instance beat 'em ups, and the only one that Google had listed that I had played was Castle Crashers. I was like, okay, well, I guess that falls under there. But then I went in and read more into the definition because I was like, I, I enjoyed Castle Crashers, but if I, it's hard pressed to call it a favorite game, besides it being the only thing in that thing in that uh, genre. So I went and I looked it up, and BattleBlock Theater falls under it, because it's technically a platformer beat them up puzzle game. So it could have fallen under three categories. Uh, so I right. threw it under yeah, the beat up category. Yeah, worked for me. And I mean, you could call recency bias, because we've been playing it recently, but again, it's one of two games I've played, and I definitely enjoyed BattleBlock more than I enjoyed Castle Crashers. And I did enjoy Castle Crashers, I just prefer Battle Block more. It's got more of a fun vibe to it and the narration than it is just wild and wacky, since the soundtrack.
0: Yeah. I have played a few. I've played like Streets of Rage, The Simpsons arcade game. That one's pretty fun, but like I'm just like, man, you walk around, and you tap A. That's that's beat-em-ups. <laughs> but yeah. Castle Crashers is at least fairly funny and the enemy there's different types of enemies and a decent amount of attacks other than punch and jump so that's why and that's
1: I... that was the big thing that makes a beat 'em up is that it's simple it's 2d uh you usually have an up and down um axes but you're typically going side scroller and you have yep. one maybe two abilities which defines a beat up so that's what made me think is this battle block then and yeah battle block falls under it
0: sure yeah it's got beat-em-up uh yeah it's all different types of games or a different yep. types of game i guess i don't know different genres
2: so, for my beat-em-up, it's a uh, huge fan of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, all of it, even ja- Dragon Ball GT. Um, so, mine was Dragon Ball Advance Adventure. So, you play as Goku. It was in Game Boy Advance. Really? You play as Goku, and you go through, like, the, the story of Goku. Each game was, like, of a different chapter of his life, and you fight up to the big bad, and it, to me, it was nice. And I, I, I had all of them. And I think there was one that you even get to play as Gohan. Um, but I had all of, them, all of them. And I actually loved that game. It was actually pretty cool. So for a
3: retro 2D-styled beat-em-up, it's either going to be Comics Zone or Altered Beast for me, both from uh, Sega during their Genesis era. I beat both. On my Xbox, because I had like an anthology that was a shit ton of their games, like the Sonic uh, games and some other stuff. And for more <laughs> modern ones, it's going to be a two-way tie for me between Lollipop Chainsaw,
2: which oh, I is like actually be
3: a remake later this year. Really, nothing, nothing will beat entering like the Super Combo Modifier mode, where you're just exploding a bunch of zombies and really? fucking confetti as hey Mickey.
0: Yes. It's so love dumb. I that
3: game.
0: That game is so it, it of its time. Like, I tried playing it a couple months ago and it's intolerable.
3: It activates my, the neurons so well. So, I'm interested to see what changes they make to, like, bring it into the modern day a little bit for the remake. But. Didn't she have, like, a uh,
0: boyfriend's head on? Yeah, like, yes, as yes, she yeah. it did. It's so dumb. Like, it's I tried. So dumb, like, it's, it's dumb, but it's dumb
3: fun. I love it.
0: Yeah, but it was still just kind of the same problem where I'm like, I'm just running around tapping A, or I guess X or Y. You have a heavy and a light so, attack,
1: but that's what the genre is. <laughs> that's it's, that's what makes it a beat 'em up.
0: I know, and that's why I ultimately don't <laughs> like beat 'em ups that much. But if I had to pick one, it's Castle Crashers. That's the only one that could actually get through because there's enough attacks to make it decently fun.
3: But it is between that and uh, I was going to say Hi-Fi Rush as the two-way tie. I now that, that one because they changed your new up. New it up. I love Hi-Fi Rush.
0: It's b- playing to the rhythm. There's tons of different moves. There's tons. Um,
3: but and the way you can chain combos once you like know what you're doing is insane. Oh, it's
0: yeah, it's incredible. The it's very I need to re-download it and actually finish it, but maybe once I get through my Tetris. <laughs> This one's interesting. Um, I kind of had to look through because I remembered the game, but I didn't remember what it was called. It was an Xbox Live Gold free game years and years and years and years ago. It's called Monaco. What's yours is mine. And you basically it is an overhead heist game. I don't exactly remember the objective, but like you have to like I guess it's different for each level. But you can play as different roles, like the lookout, where if you sneak, you can see people through walls. The hacker, you can have through to computers to make it easier. Um... And yeah, just sneaking around people trying to do a thing. It's been a long time since i played it, but of all the stealth, I haven't played that many stealth games, but of all the ones i played, that one was my favorite. So, Monaco, what's yours is mine. Uh,
1: for me, it's probably no surprise. Um It's going to be an Assassin's Creed game. Um I went mm-hmm. with an older Assassin's Creed title because Odyssey and Origins and presumably Valhalla, they play more of an open-world RPG uh, style. So I went with... One that was bef- uh, a little bit older, I went with Assassin's Creed Rogue. Um, it's, Ooh. in general, one of my favorite games. Um, but this is still when combat consisted of you hit B to block and hit X to uh, to assassinate or kill or fight. Um, so that's why I picked it more as a stealth game, because it plays more of a stealth game rather than a run-in and stab everybody compared to um, the other newer titles.
2: Yeah, the newer the Assassin's Creed Rogue. Okay, um, so mine's have two. So there was uh, this game called Thief on PlayStation, originally released, and you kind of play as this thief, and you had, like, I wouldn't say, like, you had, like, dark abilities and stuff like that, and you were, like, you'll break into different areas and steal gold. There was, like, a whole story behind it, and it, it was really good. I actually liked that. And then it's Assassin's Creed Brotherhood for me um when they introduced the ability that you can summon other assassins with you like to do a job and stuff like that and send them out to do missions i actually enjoyed that uh aspect of assassin's creed and i was pretty excited when they kind of brought it back for valhalla and in the in this in is not like you know you you had it but you had your own little crew uh when you go raid and stuff like that even though i know assassin's creed valhalla is not really stealth but that that continuation from Brotherhood and how they tweaked it in later models was actually pretty good. I like that. Uh,
3: Brotherhood is another one that I really enjoyed. Whenever this was a top five list for me, that was my number five. Uh, my number one, though, <laughs> is probably going to be Sly Cooper Three Honor Among Thieves. Cannot tell you the number of times that I've beaten that game. And also, like I've realized that I've played very few stealth games. Um, even to this day so that's one that I know for sure that I've played I've beaten that entire franchise more times than I've counted say for Thieves in Time because I don't have the proper equipment to play that one but cannot get enough of that game um, I might someday grab like a PS3 and grab the HD collection of those games just so I can play the third one again because I don't think we have a PS2 anymore at least a functioning one Love, love, love that game!
0: All right, next, uh, next category—it's <clears throat> our favorite survival game. Love to give a shout out to the total sellout answer because I couldn't think of anything else, and also it's really, really, really fun. It's Minecraft. Um, just you know, everyone freaking knows Minecraft. Um, but Canada's when you hit the that right now, yeah. But when you kind of hit the like when you're playing on survival. When you hit that point when you have enough stuff and you've kind of just built this giant base and you're basically unkillable, it's one of the greatest feelings of all time. So if a creeper blows up behind you, doesn't matter. You got freaking enchanted diamond armor at this point netherite. So, this last... No, I think two years ago, was right a few months before my son was born, one of my gaming bucket list things was to beat the ender dragon on survival mode, and I finally did it. Uh, we hella overprepared. It was very funny. Um, but we we did it, and it was a great experience. So, favorite survival. You yeah, gotta
2: do the wither.
1: Yeah. So mine, uh, I again, not a genre I typically play. So I went and looked up the list, and the list consists of either Minecraft or zombie survivals. And uh, for people who have played uh, single player kind of storyline games, uh, or you know, two person co op games. Um, but zombies, not really my forte. I find them to be really overdone and a little boring. Uh, So I looked at the full list, I'm like, okay, Minecraft is really it. The only reason why I say it's kind of funny that it has to be Minecraft is that because I uh, was playing Minecraft with Exotic for a while, but then there was some update um, that my uh, Minecraft got. And so when I opened it up, uh, once you get through the main menu, oh, please uh, hit yes or no for the setting or whatever. And I would uh, try to go and click, uh, because they don't put it on a default button. Like, you have to move it to either yes or no. And so I went to move it to the yes, and it just wouldn't let me. So I I kept trying it. I was like, maybe it's my controller. Turned off the controller. Turned back on. Couldn't do it. I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll just restart the the, the game. So I shut the game down, and I open it back up, and I ran into the same problem. I was like, okay, this is starting to get annoying. So I turned off the console, like, full restart and everything, and tried it. Still wouldn't let me. And meanwhile, like, Exotic is on the party with me, and he's like, come on, guy. So eventually I'm like, my last ditch ever here is to uninstall, reinstall, and then try it again. And I do that, and I still run into the same issue, and I was like, fuck it. At this point, I am so annoyed by this that I'm quitting Minecraft. And yeah, just we haven't played Minecraft since. I haven't had it installed. So it's funny that it's both listed as the favorite, because it's the only one I played, but I also rage quit from it because of not even the game, but because Microsoft can't apparently
2: make a functioning button menu. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they fix, you know, Starfields, because they keep pushing that back. Um, So for my uh, survival game, there is are um no man's sky so when originally when it came out right everyone was like man this game is trash i spent i think a whole weekend just in front of my tv i think at this time i was living with my daughter's mom so we were still together at this point she comes into the room and she looks at me she goes are you still playing that dumb game And I'm just like, man, I am enjoying it. You go to planets, and each planet has a different ecosystem. Then you got to craft your suit around being able to survive in that planet. It's basically like a higher, you know, res for um, Minecraft, but No Man's Sky, I actually like that one.
3: Yeah, so Minecraft, classic, love that one. Uh, same with No Man's Sky. For some reason, the flight in that gives me like really, really bad motion sickness, so I can't really play it anymore. But I did enjoy my time with No Man's Sky. I played it after they dropped a bunch of free updates that like really, really fleshed the game out a whole lot more mm-hmm. than initial release. Um, my number one though, gotta bring up the controversial, problematic fave as always, which is Terraria. Um, I just love that there's more of an actual structure to that compared to Minecraft. Minecraft's so open-ended that I get ADHD anytime I try playing it, lose motivation real quick, and then that's just it for me. Since there's like a very specific set of circumstances you need to progress the world in Terraria, which is still optional. You don't even have to do it. It's just I'm always motivated to do that specifically, um, as well as just the creative bosses, the loot system, and everything else. It's always put that over Minecraft for me. That, and like, if you choose to get into building in that game, it's easy to learn, but very difficult to master. It's kind of insane the things that people have been able to build in a 2D game. With the build system that's available in Terraria, so got to be Terraria for me.
0: All right. Um, next up, we have our favorite rhythm game. My favorite rhythm game, and this will get more controversial later when we get into our top five, because um, I have spoilers. I have a different game from the same series in my top five. One of my favorite rhythm games is Rock Band Three. Rock Band Three, specifically because you got the keyboard, so you had the most instruments um most different types of play you had the pro guitar pro bass pro drums they introduced harmonies which they brought from beatles rock band Uh, the amount of songs they added to that game with keyboard is absolutely incredible the keyboard controller is fantastic and it's just a blast to play five player rock band you can play up to seven with three singers so rock band three for me for five player rock band very fun
1: And mine is also actually Rock Band 3. Um, I don't own Rock Band, um, but it was something that um, the group of people that I hung out with on a regular basis, um, when we did like our Christmas parties and such, or people's birthday parties, um, it would be the game that people would want to play. The only other rhythm game I've really played was Guitar Hero for the DS. And I mean, as novelty as that is, um, it wasn't overly well-executed. Um, but rock band three, you know, again, well executed, again, multiple singers, multiple uh, uh, instruments running. I would prefer to play the bass uh, instead of the lead, but other than that, yeah, I, I enjoyed it and a good uh, collection of songs
2: So, I am a VR owner. Um so I did was I was able to partake in the beat saber. I'm not really into rhythm games, right? Like, I try to get into this one that you like hit the drum or something like that. It wasn't Diddy Kong, so but it was like a drum little... Yes, yeah, that one.
0: Yeah, I, I wasn't had trouble really... with that one too.
2: Yeah, like, it... and someone I hear someone already in the background, Little Devil, a skill issue. But I just, I don't know, like, I just <laughs> felt like, the Beat Saber is a little more involved, right? And you can kind of like sweat your butt off, like trying to make sure that you hit all the symbols correctly and the same like the 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 you know the pattern they you want you to hit it in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, being a VR owner myself, like I actually do enjoy that game.
3: Um, yeah, I do enjoy the rock band games. Um, I'm going to do a quick shout out to the Patapon franchise. Super weird on the PSP. I think I've mentioned them on this pl- uh, podcast before. I always will. Um, strange little game where you push drums and like lead a little troop of like eyeball villagers to battle and glory. Um, they fight other enemy tribes as well as like some dinosaurs and shit. Um, I-, I just love that entire franchise and. I know someday, maybe like a hundred episodes down the road or something, we're gonna have somebody named like Patapon Lover that's just gonna like email into the podcast and be like, "Yeah, just started listening. Thanks for shouting it out." So I'm hoping that <laughs> happens someday. Uh, my game though is gonna be Guitar Hero Three: Legends of Rock. Um, that permanently changed the landscape of the of the rhythm game as we know it, um, and its effects are still felt today. Its set list is damn near unbeatable, even with the bonus songs. Um, and I think the only Guitar Hero game that I truly cared about since like Rock Band just completely and utterly blew that franchise out of the water in every respect after that is Warriors of Rock. And even then, I don't think Warriors of Rock came anywhere close to to how good of a game Guitar Hero 3 is. Like, Guitar Hero 3 is the source code basis for Clone Hero, which is the PC community-based version where people literally do entire recreations of the entire rock band and Guitar Hero libraries, as well as, like, meme songs and, like, shit. So... Mm -hmm. it's, Its effects are still felt today. Can't... I love it. I still wish that I had it on the Wii, um, but I'm also glad that I don't, because it means uh, Exotic can't practice, so I'm still unbeatable. Anyway. Yep. Sounds good. (laughs) I like
2: that. I like that little plug.
3: I'll get one someday. We'll have a rematch. It'll be great.
0: Next up is our favorite survival horror game. This one's pretty easy for me. It's Resident Evil 4. It's the one I've replayed the most. Um, very, very creepy, as well as very funny. You can't move while you shoot, but the game is tuned perfectly to it. It actually has this really cool difficulty curve where it will change the difficulty on the fly. So if you're doing really good, it will um, it will make the next encounter harder. And if you're doing really bad or if you start doing bad, it will make the next part easier. So it's basically always as hard as it needs to be. Makes basically makes it a perfect game. So Resident Evil 4 for me, very good.
1: Uh, For me, I haven't had a chance to fill this one out. Uh, Again, it's not a genre I play. Um, When I looked at the list to see, you know, what have I played, um, Bioshock is on the list, and while that's on my two-game to-do list, and I do recall playing, like, the first level or something, um, I really haven't had a chance to play any survival horror games per se. Uh, So I can't give a rating on this one. It was one of two that... I really couldn't give a positive uh,
2: yay or nay for. Yeah, I have a, I have a list of few ones that I, I really couldn't pencil anything in, and I felt like I'll be doing it just disjustice by like filling something in. Uh, but for this genre, Village. Um, I like the story that they kind of created um, from 6 to uh, to 7. Um, it, I like Village. I like the big mommy that was running around, and I was mad that I killed her, but you know, it had a progressive story at some point, and I wish it kind of came back. But I just like the, you know, the the horror that you ran into, especially with the lady with the doll, and like it wasn't too horrible. But the, oh, baby, the, baby. the baby, the oh, baby, oh the baby. I was just baby. like, I, I wanted it to get close enough to see
0: like what would happen and getting slurped down by a baby it's it was weird oh, it, I, it, I did die it, to it my first time uh, like not even on i'm purpose. sorry or, by accident i did <laughs> whatever i like i it happened naturally i was trying to run past it, it grabbed me and swallowed me up and i was like oh fuck
1: yeah it just <laughs> it just, so, it just so so, <laughs> so I, I, didn't I didn't miss here you said you got slurped up by a baby yeah, it's it this giant, like looking
0: but... baby that eats you if it catches you. It you have no this weapons, has... there's nothing you can do about it. You should Google it. Red Just look it up.
2: Yeah, just look it up. It, it's it sounds as it, I mean, it, it sounds bad and it looks bad, but it, it that's what the baby does. It grabs you. He has no teeth. He gums you down, and next thing you know, you're just digested.
1: I do also want to mention that I have played like Resident Evil 5 and 6, and from what I understand, those don't really qualify. Yeah. Those are not horror so games. That, <laughs> those are... that was pretty positive. Even though I saw like Resident <laughs> Evil 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, and 8 all fell under the category, I was like, oddly enough, 5 and 6 don't fit in there. And no, you know what? I would agree. This doesn't feel like a survival horror game.
0: No. No. Stupid, stupid shit would explode, and I'm like, you know, this game's supposed to be scary, right? And he would just laugh. <laughs>
3: all right body horror maybe but not not really i'm gonna go with pt demo loved love 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 the pt demo and also like i've played frighteningly little survival horror games so i gotta go with that one if not for lack of better options
0: Next one we have is Metroidvania game. After looking up the definition of Metroidvania, I realized I've never played one, so I just put down my favorite Metroid game. My favorite Metroid game is Metroid Prime 2 for the GameCube. Uh, the light world, dark world mechanic is very interesting. The yes. light beam, dark beam. You have to kill things with light beam to get dark beam ammo, and vice versa. Um, top gear nightmares. Top tip. Yep. Top gear, top tip. Mm-hmm. Easiest way I found to deal with the Metroids is to, is to charge your dark beam so it freezes them, and then shoot them with your missiles. Interesting. Uh, For me, again, this is another genre I really
1: haven't played, but I did see one title that I recognize, which is odd because it was an Xbox uh, Games with Gold uh, that I got once upon a time. Never completed it. I think I did one play session of it. But I did enjoy it, and I mean, realistically, I could go back and keep playing it, but it was Dust and Elysian Tale. Uh, It had just an interesting art style. I do recall it having voice acting to it, which was... Uh, interesting, because they still show you all the speech bubbles, but yeah, it had voice acting, if I recall correctly. But yeah, it, it, it I could realistically see myself going back and playing it.
2: Okay. Uh, for this one, I also picked Metroid. Um, just the series in, in general. like I, My first Metroid game was Metroid uh, Returns, I think that's what it was, for the Game Boy Advance. Um, or Zero Mission, or whatever it was originally. I think yeah, that was it was a remake from the Zero. first
0: one. Metroid Zero Yeah, it was
2: a remake. Yep. Uh, I love Metroid. I-, I love the fact that they're bringing it back for the fourth one. Hopefully, they bring it back soon. Um, overall, Metroid is actually a pretty good
0: game.
3: I never really played this game, but I watched one of the people that lived on my floor in college damn near beat the entire game in a single day, so I'm going to count it. Uh, Hollow Knight. Really interesting Ooh, yeah. game. Would potentially... I was waiting for that.
0: Um, Ooh, yes! (laughs) Yes!
3: I need to have a counter. That looks favorite thing.
0: Dude, it's like, I need to make a compilation of that eventually.
3: It's iconic, it really is. But yeah, Hollow Knight for me.
0: favorite adventure game, Uh, gonna give a shout out to the Sellout Gods, because my favorite of all time is The Walking Dead Season 1. It blew my mind when I played it the first time. The ending is the closest I've ever gone to crying while ever, I don't, I made a joke about it last week, but I don't cry to media ever. Never cried to a book, never cried to a song, never cried to a movie, never cried to a game. This was the closest. Um, I'm not going to give it away, even though it's over 10 years old at this point, but the ending was pretty crazy. Um, The fact you can make decisions on the fly, that ultimately you're railroaded to an ending, but it made small changes um, to the way everyone thought of you, and it was uh, very interesting. So, Walking Dead Season 1.
2: Telltale game? Yep. Oh, yep, I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Me, I was torn between two. Uh, originally, I was gonna put down Assassin's Creed Odyssey, because as I mentioned, while the new, uh, the older games play more of a stealth game, the newer ones play more of an adventure game. But I, I, tried to avoid putting two of the same series on this list, so I'm gonna put down the other one that, with more thought, I think I uh, could say that I enjoyed it more. But I do enjoy Odyssey. Um, but Diablo three. Diablo 3, I've spent about 300, 4 hours, uh, 400 hours playing. Um, it's a household classic. I've played it with both my mother and my brother, and then just my brother, just my mother, by myself. Like it's there's always uh, there's enough classes, there's enough uh, legendary items. There's just it's got good replayability to it, um, and I'm excited for Diablo 4 to come out so I can play the next installment. My only concern is the seasons passed, but they're pre into
2: Diablo 4, apparently oh someone always got to ruin something i guess uh for Mm -hmm. my adventure i love bethesda i love their games that they put on there you will see a common uh you know selection of their titles on my list uh fallout uh fallout i originally had like a rocky start with fallout 3 i didn't get out the vault originally i was like man this game's trash the moment i got out the vault Oh my god, amazing game. I replayed that one as many times as I possibly can, always making different decisions. Uh, So Fallout was a pretty good choice. And for
3: mine, I'm going to go with a Deep Cut, which is the Neverhood for... like probably like fucking Windows 98, if I'm being honest. It's a really, really old game. I think it only sold like a few thousand copies, but my grandpa had it, and it was just utterly fascinating and still confounds me to this day. It's like a claymation game. I think Aardman Entertainment helped do all of the stop motion necessary to make the game. Um, and it was a point and click, like puzzle solving adventure type game. Just utterly brilliant. The story's phenomenal. So I, I, I'm going with that one.
0: Next up is our puzzle game. Um, this one, if you guys argue, is not a puzzle game. I guess you're right, and I have a backup. Um, so ultimately, it was Tetris. But because yep. I found this one, um, officially now my new favorite puzzle game, even with, I think even over all the other ones, is Tetris Effect Connected. It's just it's incredible. As I've mentioned earlier, great audio-visual game. Um, very intense when it needs to be. Very relaxing when it needs to be. All the songs are a bop. Um, and of course, it's Tetris. And then if you're out there being like Tetris is not a puzzle game, then Portal Two.
1: For me, I'm going a game with a game that nobody will ever play much to my demise. It is Rhyme. Rhyme is absolutely a puzzle
0: game.
1: A puzzle game? game? Oh, fuck is a... that! No. It's, but it's <laughs> not like a. It's it's not like a puzzle game where. Th- it has multiple solutions. Uh, you can get to this uh, the same ending a couple different ways. There's a some that it, you know, they're simple and you have to get there. It's not it's not a hard game. Um, but it does involve You say that. I'm using, pretty dumb. <laughs> uh, I think you don't give yourself enough credit, but
0: Continue, I'm sorry. But
1: yeah, it is. it is uh, it is a puzzle game. It is fun. Um, and again, I will always recommend people play it. It's the only game that's made me cry. So, Mr. I-don't-have-emotions, you should go cry at it.
0: <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It, I'm not saying I sat there, like, freaking stone cold at the end of Walking Dead and went, this means nothing. I was like, oh, god damn, well, it was freaking close. I almost got a tear Got up. misty eyes.
1: Yeah, no, I, I do think that this this is a game that will make you cry. If you catch what the theme is, it is, it, it is a little bit of nuance. But you had to explain catch, it'll be the like, story oh, of see-
0: Halo as we went. I don't know, man. <laughs> Eventually, one day, one day, it will happen, and it will be a surprise to you. You won't even know when I play it. I'll just come on the podcast and be like, by far, I play Grime. And then I'll be like, oh my
1: god, And that's all we talk about the entire episode. That, that'll be a whole episode. <laughs> that would be a Rhyme episode.
0: <laughs> it's rhyme.
1: That's going to that's be what my segment is. Everyone's going to have to play Rhyme and give me a review. If you buy it for us, <laughs>
0: shit. I'm not making you buy shit for mine. Sorry,
2: babe. Alright, so for mine, uh, pretty simple. Uh, portals. So, eat the cake. Um the cake was extremely cakey, I guess you can explain it. Uh I like the robot's voice. I know it sounds extremely robotic, but I am a techie at heart and I would love to have her as my AI just chatting with me throughout the day, right? And uh so yeah, I like Portal. So.
3: Minesweeper.
0: <laughs> Minesweeper. That's it. Minesweeper.
1: <laughs> uh, it.
0: It is a classic.
1: I mean- it it speaks for itself. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's all you gotta say. Minesweeper, it's a good game. I've never, never understood it, but yeah, I've never understood it. Like, I oh, I, I understood I get it, I was play, just never really like, good at it. Like, I get how to play,
3: but like, yeah, runner up Sudoku. Oh, I that's
0: love it! I love, runner. Runner. Uh-huh. Dude, I love Sudoku. One. It's great. That's I love a good one. Next up, we have our role playing game. I didn't put down a specific type of RPG, it could be whatever you want. Um, guess gonna steal from Soybean here, but my favorite role-playing game of all time is Fallout 3. Played it, I played Ooh. through it a bunch of times, did a bunch of different stuff every time. Uh one of them I even played as an evil baby, so that was fun. Very hard to beat a game as a baby, but you can do it.
1: For me, I have the true nerd, nerd answer. Uh Dungeons and Dragons. No, it's not a video game, but it is a it's a tabletop game, it is a role-playing game, and I've had the pleasure of uh, playing with a group of people for about the past five, six years that we went on a two-year hiatus when the end of the world occurred. Um, But I I thoroughly enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I'm more than happy to keep playing with my characters. I have concepts for characters that I haven't had a chance to use yet. And so I'm hoping that eventually I will get a chance to play more with uh, those characters.
2: Um, so for my role-playing one, again, another Bethesda title. They're pretty good at it. It's not Oblivion, surprisingly. Like is everyone it Skyrim? Like, it is Skyrim. The song you fall asleep I... to, you freak? I love Skyrim. Which like, version this...
1: of Skyrim? Yeah, the no, thousands, The I mean. thousands <laughs> these Game of the Year for the 30th
3: yeah, which time? version
2: of Skyrim? I mean, I have to tell you, when a game can Rare come out that many times... And a half
3: days, final coded remake. You know?
2: <laughs> they, they come out they come out with so many copies. It tells you it's a good game, right? Like just getting all the little voices and then shooting and, and knocking a dragon out of the sky and be like, "Oh, I'm going to kill this dude right now." Um, you could play basically as anyone, a cat, a lizard, a, you know, a dragonborn that's a storm cloak, and it, it's a great game. I love the story. Um, and I just love the, the playability of it. like you always do something new in the game.
3: Yeah, Skyrim's pretty good. Um, my favorite, though, right now is Elden Ring. Have I finished it? No. Will I eventually? Um, yes. Does it piss me off sometimes? Also yes. But the world building, um, just the actual like scenery, uh, the challenge, the diversity of build, and the fact that it's the only Souls-like where you're actually able to jump. Just makes everything so much more interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. Also weird because the Souls games, whenever you can get over yourself dying to really stupid shit, are actually really, 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 really funny. Like the comedic timing to some of the deaths are just absolutely hysterical. There's this one like giant, massive like entire like underground city. That's like an optional thing that you can go into an in Elden Ring at some point. And there's these like giant boulders that like will try to run you over yeah. and crush you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly uh, what you're talking in, about. In that area, they're, they're called Silver Tears or something like that. But I saw a video recently where someone tried hopping on like the side, like the railing essentially of the bridge to avoid being ran over by the Silver Tear and dying. So the boulder, like, rolls all the way down to where he's at, like, passes him a little bit, stops, backs up, and then, like, knocks, like, hits him in such a way, even though he's, like, on this, on, like, the railing, that it hits his hitbox and knocks him, like, hundreds upon hundreds of feet down to his death, and it's... Just so incredibly funny. Like, I, if that happened to me in the game, I would probably cry. But watching dumb things kill other people in that game is hysterical to me.
0: So, next up, we have our simulation game. Uh, the one I put down for this one is called Snow Runner. Uh, you were just delivering shit, driving four wheel drive trucks, pulling trailers through snow. It is a very slow game, very easy to get stuck and pissed off when you have to go grab another truck to trudge five miles an hour across the map to go get your truck out. And worse worse yet is if you get nearly there and then you flip your truck over and you lose all your stuff, you have to go back. But uh, when you actually start getting everything together and you start getting better trucks, it's a very, very fun game. You don't go much faster, but I've always wanted an off-road simulator and I finally got it with SnowRunner. So mine will be SnowRunner.
2: I was half anticipating you to say a lawnmowing simulator. I was waiting for that one.
0: Nope. Not as good as SnowRunner.
2: Uh, for mine, though,
1: uh, so this was a game I only managed to play once. It's a VR game, and I actually did it while I was on a vacation. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's Drop Simulator. Um, it was from the makers of whoever made like the Rick and Morty uh, VR game. Um, but I really enjoyed it, um, because it does have uh, that kind of humor to it. Not necessarily as much, um but it did get extremely crazy near the end and i was like how did i start from like pouring myself a cup of coffee to now i'm like three levels deep into inception and i'm in the middle of a goo room but it was incredible fun i really enjoyed it the only issue i had with it um wasn't even with or sorry the two two issues i had wasn't even with the game itself the first was just with the weather of toronto um, toronto is down by the great lakes um, Whereas I live in the middle of British Columbia, which means that I was incredibly hot and sweaty the entire time, and sweat was just dripping into my eyes the entire time I was playing. The other issue I had was the room they had me in wasn't calibrated to the headset. So, like, I would try to reach out and grab something and I would hit the wall, and I would (laughs) just, like, I would have to, like, grab a stick in-game and try to use that to pull something over to me, because I couldn't reach it just far enough. But... In general, I enjoyed the entire gameplay experience. I had a the person I was uh, hanging out with at the time also played the same game, and yeah, he he was also really happy with it.
2: Okay, um, so for mine, it's a surprising one. Uh, Stardew Valley. Um, something about like the little songs that they have and the different ecosystems that you can visit is a really is good that simulator. A simulator though, it is. You get a farm, and you be- and you become a farmer. It's, uh-huh. it's a simulator. It, if you look uh, under genre, it's a simulator. Uh,
3: I don't uh, know. Most farmers that I know in western Kansas don't go in a cave and fight a bunch of monsters. I, well, I guess don't it's out, know.
0: guys. We I live in like, Kansas just so you know. <laughs> Fourth <Huh>? episode. <laughs> Soybean, Philadelphia. Go find them. Me and <laughs> me and Rubins, Kansas. Come find us. Uh-oh. I fire I just British mentioned Columbia. I live in Come get West us. Columbia. I know. I'm just come grab man. your views on
1: them I know. I'm just we're, no, it's done. It's
0: everybody, it's it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's just it's funny.
1: We we <laughs> so, haven't mentioned cities us. then.
0: <laughs> yeah, come find us, everybody.
1: And again, <laughs> well, well for the everyone population but, of California mean. is larger than my entire country's population. So
0: yeah, So soybean will be really easy. Just look around the Philadelphia, um, Philadelphia area. You'll find them.
2: Got to <laughs> keep his feet tucked know. away. I don't go outside, <laughs> thank God. It would be a shame <laughs> if I did.
0: When when our one crazy fan comes after you, of our six mm. total listeners, one of them is crazy enough to drive out there and come find you. I,
2: listen, I'm one of the listeners, okay? Uh, anyway,
1: uh, yeah, I would not say Terraria is a sim.
0: Stardew Valley. Stardew, Valley. Stardew
1: Stardew, yes. Sorry, Terraria is not a sim either, but Stardew is a sim. the one
0: he put down, so I'm just gonna say, yep, that sounds good. Rubens, yep, close enough.
1: Um, Objection.
3: This is this is admittedly gonna be a bit of a stretch as well, but Untitled Goose Game is my favorite simulator. <laughs> I think it is entirely realistic. think it is entirely, is realistic. It is it entirely Stardew, realistic, but to I,
1: would, what, I would to still what Geese a, a little hard But I'll take it closer than Stardew. <laughs> Hey, it's a, another it's a duck simulator. Another, or a simulator. Yeah, All right.
3: another one on my list would have been goat simulator or um, flight simulator. So, yeah, but I'm 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 sticking with Untitled Goose Game, also known as Being a Menace Simulator.
2: Mm-hmm. It was
1: It's, it's was as fast. much of a simulator as Goat Simulator is. Yeah, but it's in the word
2: A simulator.
0: Yeah, simulator. Next up, we have Soybean's favorite um, genre of games. We've got the MOBA. Uh go back to yes. episode one, uh, where you get to hear a rant about why MOBAs are terrible.
1: Um <laughs> how all of us wanted to try to play League of Legends and chose not to for our own health.
0: Yep. And if you listen to that episode, you already know mine, mine is Smite. Uh very fun. Haven't played it in a few years, but basically, you know, third person MOBA, not over the not over the head. Um once you once you kind of find a character that works for you, you can get into it. It takes a little while, but if you leave the game and then try to get back into it, it's a nightmare. So that's why I haven't played it in many, many, many years. But from when I did play it and get into it, very fond memories, very fond uh, smite.
1: For me, yeah, if you went back and listened to episode one, uh, you'll know that I'm going to say Heroes of the Storm. Uh, it is Blizzard's MOBA, and they they use a cast of Blizzard characters. So there's like Jaina the, um, from World of Warcraft tracer from overwatch uh there's also nova from starcraft uh there's diablo and as well as each of the classes from diablo like they have a huge roster of characters including some classic uh characters and some original characters to heroes of the storm Uh, unfortunately uh, it is now just in maintenance kind of dead game mode um, but the reason why I preferred it for MOBAs is that it didn't involve last hitting or gold costs or anything. Um, you just got progressively more powerful through team-based levels, and at each level, uh, sorry, at not each level, but at certain levels, um, you unlocked talents that would upgrade your existing skills. Uh, so, for instance, Jaina's um, Q would just be a little ice shard that you would um, slow people and damage people. One of the talents for it at level 4 is it increases the slow amount of it, so just things like that but my favorite mobile game absolutely it's just sad that it's in dead game mode
2: surprise surprise
3: no moba Smite. My... yep you said everything that needed to be said about it i like the third person aspect i like the pantheon options um and also everything in smite is a skill shot. Um, League has a lot of auto-aim That definitely increases the frustration Of playing it um, That arena mode Arena mode in Smite is just Like chaotic, dumb fun And I really enjoyed Doing arena Instead yeah. of like being forced to do uh, Lanes Lanes style stuff
0: All the modes except for Conquest Because Conquest is your regular Three lane boba bullshit But all the other modes are very regular Next up, we got Favorite Tower Defense, Um, my favorite is Balloon's Tower Defense 1, Uh, very stripped down, very basic, that's why I like it, not a bunch of bullshit, Um, although I complain in beat em ups that it doesn't have enough, but on this one, I don't know, just kind of works for me, just having it be super simple, throw down 5 million monkeys, and just win the game, it's incredible. So, Balloon's Tower Defense 1.
2: This
1: is one that I had to go searching for, because... I know I played canyon defense games, uh, or sorry, tower defense games, um, but ha- not in recent memories. The last time I can remember playing one, it was like grade nine or 10 for me. So I had to go searching and I found it. Uh, it was called, uh, what is it, Canyon Defense, and it was from Mini Clip. Um, and I did a quick uh, yeah. quick double check on it. It, it involved race cars and uh, you build turrets on the canyon and kind of Mad Mask or Mad Max-esque, and yeah, so.
2: But other than that, I don't recall any Tower Defense games I've played. I'm in the same boat as, as Light here. I'm not really, I can't really remember or say. I looked at a list and not one popped out and it was just like, oh yeah, I remember playing that, so none for me.
3: I'm gonna go with Bloons Tower Defense 4. Um, the first one that I ever played was 3. And I loved that. Um, couldn't get enough of it in elementary school. Whenever there'd be like snow days on recess, or just like messing around in the computer lab instead of actually learning to type, which I now regret because I to this day still type with two fingers in peck instead of using home row. And I uh, <laughs> think it actually led to me having a disadvantage in playing higher levels of difficulty in Guitar Hero because my pinky isn't as dexterous as those who uh, did properly learn home row. Uh, regardless, that's not important. Um Balloon's Tower Defense 4 was just such a vast improvement upon what made 3 so good. Um, I think that 5 and 6 especially uh, kind of take things a little too far with different options of Playing the game. Um, I've played five, I've played six, and I will every once in a while, but like I always, always, always come back to four. It's just, it's the perfect tower defense game. And getting a sun god for the first time, unbeatable feeling.
2: Sun god Nika. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Next up, we have favorite racing game. Uh, for mine, I put down Forza Horizon 4. Um, I love the Forza Horizon series. As I've mentioned several times, this one brought uh the whole thing with seasons. Um, so summer be very clear, fall or autumn, there'd be tons of leaves everywhere. Winter, the whole map was covered in snow, and I love that. Spring, it rained all the time to Lightfire's dismay. Uh the expansions were amazing. They had Lego theme a Lego themed one and the one called Fortune Island, where you just got tons of money and they introduced treasure chest. Um, the cars were a little disappointing because a lot of them that they didn't have it that they had three you had to either win or pay insane prices in four like notably the four crown victoria i paid 10 million credits for it because it did not come in the game natively but it's okay uh the races were very fun the music is bop and the driving as always in every forza horizon is very fantastic forza horizon 4
1: I had to think about this, because racing games are actually one of the games I've played quite a bit, like, one of the genres of games I've played quite a bit of, um, and I ended up settling on Forza Horizon 5, not just because of, like it's not because it's the only racing game I play at the moment, um, but when I compared it to the other games I've played, which I've been like Need for Speed Underground and such, um, this game just has... More to it. Um, as Exotic said, there are expansions, and the expansion for uh, Horizon 5 um, that's out right now, Hot Wheels, satisfies the Hot Wheels craving. Like, picture Hot Wheels as a kid, and that's what you are racing on. Like, it's pr- extremely well done. Um, as well, um, just There's more customization options, not usually for visual per se, like there's not usually um, a bunch of bumper options for things and such like Need for Speed does, but it has a much larger car list. Um, There's a lot more like fine-tuning for customization. Um, There is the public like design lab where you can go and look at other people's paint jobs and then you can pick to put those on your vehicles. Um, And it's just got fantastic soundtrack. It's got the replayability of the seasons, as Exotic mentioned there. Um, it just It's a game that wants you to keep coming back, and it just... The nice thing is that you really don't even have to pay for a lot of things. The game just hands you a lot of it. Um, so the only thing you're really buying are like expansions and car packs, but once you
2: buy the car pack, once you then get all the cars in it. So,
4: nice.
2: so yeah, I would go with Forza Horizon 5. Sounds beautiful. So, my racing game is Burnout Paradise. And the opening song is Take Me Home to the, uh, what's it called? Take Me Home. It's called Paradise to City. Paradise City. Yes, exactly. I'm not good with songs. Okay. All right. No They're on fine. But you get to play as a uh, DeLorean. And it's the one that you go. You it's the one that hovers. Oh my god. And you like if you drive really, really fast, it'll leave like a fire burning strip on the floor. And then you can also like crash your car into like traffic and then get a high score. It, it was a beautiful game. Yep. It, it was I love that game. It's very and fun. the little putt putt versions that you can uh <laughs> you could drive around.
3: Single player, need for speed, most wanted 06 or hot pursuit for the PlayStation one. Um actual like multiplayer modern racing game gotta be horse horizon 5 love that game haven't played it in a while probably won't play it again for a while but i did enjoy my time with it and we'll probably get a craving again for it someday love the 19- night 13- Thursday TV. sessions love it love the uh Big special shout-out to the 1970 GMC Jimmy, the best-statted vehicle in the game, can confirm. Um, I use every S2 race that I possibly can for it. Anytime I need a different car, like an A, a B, a C, or a D, I just spec it down or up as need be. Um, the only car that even stands a chance of competing is the limo. And even then,
2: you just you just can't top the Jimmy.
0: Next up, favorite sports game of oh, this one. I had to dig deep into my darkest, saddest memories. And I found Mario Superstar Baseball from Nintendo GameCube. This game is fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's a Mario <laughs> sports game, so everything is fucking bullshit. <laughs> it's a great game. But that's all I'm going to say about it is everything about it is fucking bullshit. But I still love it. Mario Superstar Baseball. So this one actually
1: has a similar uh, category later on. So the one the title I was initially going to pick, I was like, mm, I don't want to use it twice. So I used the, uh, the title for the other category similar to this. And I'm absolutely pulling uh, a loophole, but I have Google to back me up. I picked Gran Turismo 2 because racing is considered a sport. Sure is. Technically it is. It is. And Gran Turismo is closest... <laughs> Gran Turismo is closest out of the racing games I played to NASCAR F1 style. So that's why I went with Gran Turismo 2. Uh, I, have I haven't owned the game, um, but I have played it for about a week, week and a half uh, when I was visiting my dad once. So I have played it, um, but it's, yeah, closest to F1 racing or a NASCAR racing. Otherwise, I haven't played. I think I played like NHL oh seven once. Like, just sports games, not my go-to.
4: Mm-hmm,
2: sitting here. Uh, I'm also not a big sports person, but since Exotic kind of jogged a memory here, Mario Strikers, you can kick the ball so hard that you can knock the other players down. Like, you could just, like, just kick the ball on flames and just see them, like, just burn everybody in the in the way and just make a goal and you could just watch Diddy Kong or D- uh, Donkey Kong sit there and his hands on fire. It was it was. It was good.
0: Did you see that in Mario Strikers, Waluigi, like, displays his crotch all the time? Like, he doesn't pull it out, but he does that like motion where he, like, you know, whips his Quince hands down it. in front of it. Yeah! Yes! WWE! <laughs> so, so inappropriate. Like, I love it. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. why he's not allowed
2: in Smash.
3: <laughs> and apparently, too, Peach is, like, Uh, loss screen has gotten progressively like less angry as time's gone on because like she used to like rage whenever she would lose and like just kick the ground and like start acting really out of pocket and then the most recent one she's like about to do it but she like closes her eyes takes some deep breaths and like flaps her arm a bit like for like some stuff she learned in like anger management class and I just think that's so funny (laughs) and that they like Oh, God. Give these characters character development in a fucking <laughs> sports game of all things. It's so funny. Mine is going to be either any of the SmackDown versus Raw games from like 2007 all the way through like 2012. Literally any console: PSP, PlayStation 2, Xbox. Doesn't matter. Um, nothing beats. Throwing one of your best buds off the top of a steel cage. Um and then diving off and trying to land an elbow on them and missing, and then you're both stuck spamming your buttons trying to get up for like forty five seconds because you're both heavily injured. So fucking funny. Um if not that though, then probably Rocket League. I counted as a sport. It's an esport. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Okay. Yes it's soccer with race cars. Next up we got favorite board game. This one for me very easy. Betrayal at Betrayal with the House on the Hill. Uh you build the board as you go. You go around discovering rooms, um cards either improve improve or disimprove, I don't know. Um I don't know whatever your stats. Um and then once the entire house is built, one person is the betrayer. They have a set of rules uh the other people a set rules and uh the betrayer tries to kill the other three people while the other three people you try to survive or kill the betrayer it's been a long time since i've played rubbin so sorry if i'm wrong like,
3: did i introduce that did i introduce that to you uh you
0: brought that. it over in radbury and i played it and uh, a couple other friends um yeah it's very hey, fun yeah, there I are tons it. and tons and tons of different uh, scenarios that can happen very very fun game betrayal to house on the hill
1: Uh, so I went, I I figured the gist of this was non-video sit-down-at-a-table kind, so I have two, like, non-board games. If you need a board game, I do have one, um, but I prefer these two games over it. The first one is a card game, Exploding Kittens. I don't know if anyone's had the chance to play that, but uh, I like to play with the party rule where instead of having just like one diffuse per person and then like just one more exploding kitchen over it, you have all your diffuses and all your kitchens in there. So it makes it uh, for a lot more fun, in my opinion, because you can diffuse like three cats in a row sometimes. Um, But if people wouldn't accept that as a proper board game answer, uh, the next one is closer to a board game. Um, not sure if people would have heard this one because it's a little bit more of an old person's game. Uh, but Mexican Train, which is a dominoes game, uh, it's pretty much you start off with uh, the double of whatever domino. Uh, so usually you start with your highest. Like, for instance, most people have a double 12 set if they own dominoes. So you'd start with double 12. And in order to start your train, you would need to play a domino that has a 12. So you could start with like a 12-1. But then when you go to play next, you have to either play uh, a 1 or another open train. Trains are open if uh, they can't play on them or on anyone else's. So you if I didn't have a 12 or another 1, if somebody else had opened up their train because it didn't have a 12, I could put a 12-4 down and open them up. But then someone else could then play off the 4 instead of off a 12. So that one's closer to uh, to a board game. If people still didn't take that, then my uh, cop-out was going to be Clue. I enjoy Clue. Don't really get a chance to play it a lot, though, but I enjoy it.
3: I love all of the games that you've mentioned. Um, Love Mexican Train Dominoes, and Exploding Kittens is very fun. I, I, I think all of those count, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, they're good.
2: I'm copping out on this one. Chess. You play it on a board. It's a board
0: game. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: chess. Yeah, it's 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 the board game. I'm more a
0: checkers fan myself, but yeah, chess.
3: It's the most board game of board games. This is where I was going to say D and D tabletop sort of game, not necessarily a board, but you know the boards of your imagination. Um, love D and D. If I had like to have a, like a specific board game, like a actual board game, instead of something just more generic tabletop like d it'd probably also be Betrayal at House on the Hill um, or any of the Arkham horror games where you have to close a bunch of portals and prevent any of the HP Lovecraft, Eldritch, ancient ones from spawning. Or if you do spawn it, you have to stupidly and hopelessly fight for your life in order to beat it, which, once you waken any of the monsters, it is damn near impossible to actually beat any of them. Um, So the first time I actually did win the game by doing that was crazy. Um, And, like, still one of my highlights of ever playing certain board games. Um, For, like, more generic classic board games, probably Monopoly. Or life, I'm I'm like cracked at life. I don't know why I'm really good at life, but I've always been good at life. The game, yeah. I have to <laughs> specify the game. I am not good at real life. I'm. Am... <laughs> I was just I think, figuring how to life. make the
1: joke without coming across as just as a
3: jackass.
0: Next up, we've got casino game. This one you could either be one you play a casino or a video game based on one you play a casino. Uh, mine is poker, but specifically for video game Full House Poker, which was an Xbox Live arcade game. This is the game where me or my friends all had Hattie Haddington heads, and one random person was not in a Hattie Haddington head. Very funny. Just poker with avatars.
1: Uh, for me, uh, again, casino game's is not really my thing. Uh, so I went with Pokemon XD's Battle Bingo. Uh, so Pokemon XD <laughs> had like a mini game where it was bingo, but you had to battle as well. Um, So Battle Bingo, if you want to look it up, Cereby has a good description of it. Um, But the short answer is you pick a starter Pokemon, then you have to progress through the Bingo card, um, going through type advantages and such. But each Pokemon only has like two plays, so you do have to catch Pokemon as you go. And if you uh, beat the card, then you got a prize, like a TM or something. But closest to... uh, Casino game. The other one would have been like the Voltorb flip from like Pokemon's Heart Gold and Soul Silver when they removed the uh,
2: yep. the slot machines. But mm-hmm. but I think I prefer the Battle Bingo over the Voltorb flip or uh, flip. So for this one, it's I'm not really good with casino games, right? So I didn't I didn't really put one down. I'm not good at I don't I wouldn't say I'm a gambler, but my next pick in my next category, you're going to be like, but that's a gamble, but. Yeah, no, no games for this one.
1: Oh, I've, I've played games with you, and you've gambled. <laughs> Not necessarily money, but you've gambled my sanity and yours. <laughs> oh, for sure.
3: It's either going to be the uh, slot machine minigame in the Gen 1 Pokemon games. It's, it's either in Celadon or Saffron City, I can't remember. It's like a whole uh, Team Rocket yeah, operation, the, the game and corner. if you get enough... Yep, if mm-hmm. if you get enough coins, it takes like a million years, but you can get Porygon um, or the roulette minigame in Super Mario 64 for the DS. Loved that.
0: next one we have here is your favorite mobile game. Mine is the second most obvious answer, Plants vs. Zombies. You are playing as a guy who drops plants, who shoots at zombies. Very fun to make cool setups, get the endless mode, and make these absolutely crazy setups that can destroy absolutely anything. Very fun. Plants versus zombies.
1: Kind of tower defense. Uh, that does beg the question, what's the most obvious one, then? Because I'm pretty sure that's not mine.
0: Oh, Angry Birds.
1: Oh, Angry Birds? Oh, okay, yeah. Because it's the, uh, my offense... the most
0: popular mobile game of all time
1: well but there's been a lot of games that have claimed that title i, I know but flappy like, bird <laughs> flappy oh,
0: bird yeah but that was like a phase because that got taken off the app store
1: uh for me mine was flow um so you have to connect colored dots more or less um but you couldn't cross over dots unless you played flow bridge which in case they had bridges for that um but it's just fill fill the grid um get the blue dot to connect to the blue dot connect the green dot to the green dot have no spaces
2: fun simple i enjoy it cool um my phone game that i play the most is called dokon the jp version only uh because you get all the characters at a reasonable time uh that is a gotcha game and you do spend money on it to get a character there's like a really odd chance but i like it
3: Um, either going to be Osmos, the impossible game, or Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap is the one that I've played most recently. A lot of fun. Very, very fast-paced, two- to three-minute matches card game. And uh, you don't have to spend money on it at all, unless you want alternate art for your cards. And even then, you can have ways to earn alternate art for your cards without spending money.
0: Next up, favorite idle game game that will just basically play itself but you just add yeah whatever uh mine is called adventure capitalist you basically just make money you tap things to make money you spend money to make money and you just sit there and watch numbers go up i like watching numbers go up adventure capitalist
1: i went with forger uh played it on the pc but it's absolutely not a game because it has self-automation you really just make things progress faster but once you build the thing, it does a thing on its own. You do have to eventually refill them, but Forager, great idle game, lots of fun. It does have actual adventure components to it, but you could also easily just spend time playing it idly.
2: AFK Arena, another mobile game, but you just let it run in the background and you can level up characters. It's
3: pretty fun. App yep, Titans, um, kind of like Adventure Capitalist but it's more of like a adventure mode slash battle game. Got all of my friends addicted to it in high school, and then as soon as everybody else started playing it, I stopped playing it, and they got mad at me for that.
0: <laughs> Oof. Next up, favorite party game. Mine is Mario Party of the 6th variety. Mario Party 6, Nintendo GameCube. First one to have microphone support. I think maps are the best. The characters are the best you can play Scoopa Kid, which you could in Mario Party Five. But Mario Party Five, just like uh, Super Mario Superstar Baseball, is bullshit. Not not like <laughs> Mario Party Six is not bullshit, but it's more bullshit than bullshit. So Mario Party Six.
1: I do have to say Dry Bones is the best Mario Party character, but I digress. Uh, my favorite Party game though is Fibbage from Jackbox. Uh, any of the Fibbages, um, but they're all fun, uh, especially if you can make convincing lies. Um, But also, usually I find when you play with a group of friends, uh, that's also when you start sliding in like in-jokes. You don't have to make them sexual. Um, I usually go for the non-sexual kind of answers. Sometimes I will because it's right there, it's low-hanging fruit, but Fibbage is a ton of fun to play with people.
2: Cards Against Humanity. Of course. Yeah,
3: fair enough. Um, The entire Jackbox franchise, my top three games in within the jackbox universe are quiplash trivia murder party and tko
0: next up favorite educational game this one is either gonna be like what the fuck is that or oh yeah i remember that one it's called ada zap
3: let's go that
0: was gonna be mine (laughs) yep ada zap uh is this alphabet game essentially where it played the alphabet it like ran on windows 98 it's very funny um you click on a letter and then there's a mini game based on that letter a is app
1: uh for me i was i was really struggling with this because again like this would have been like childhood um so i went with one that i played more recently um i will understand that people say
0: that's not an educational game um but i would have to say trivial Pursuit actually if Trivial Pursuit's an educational game, then Stardew Valley is a simulation.
2: Thank you. You have to know things for <laughs> You have to know things for
1: Trevely uh, Pursuit.
0: I'm just giving you shit. I don't care. <laughs> I know. If
1: you really wanted another answer, the only other educational title I could give you then was All the Right Type. But, like, that was... They forced you to play it in elementary school. So, <laughs> Get favorite with a grain of salt. Learn how to use home row. Maybe Dine should go play it. <laughs> not dying. Uh ribbons.
2: Yeah, who's just dying? <laughs> I don't have an educational game for this one. Um I play games to break away from the real world, not to, to learn something. So yeah, no.
3: Yep, mine's gonna be ADA Zap featuring the Sun Buddies, um or like basically like funbrain.com, I think it was called. That was yes. cool.
0: funbrain.com was also very good. Club penguin. That's no, good. Um favorite exercise game. I didn't have a lot for this one. Um We Fit was the most fun. We had this EA one that I got for my mom. <laughs> um can't believe I got away with that. Um and then my oldest brother played it on hard, pulled a muscle near his heart, and got sent to the hospital. And then the next year oh. I bought him a whole thing of hot sauce and he had an allergic reaction and sent him to the hospital. I did not buy him a Christmas gift <laughs> for a couple years after that. <laughs>
1: killed your brother twice
0: almost yeah yeah but uh we fit this one
1: almost put went into the sports category but i put it in here because it almost seemed to fit better Uh least
2: sports resort
4: yep that's a good one that's
2: a good one I also chose Wii Sports. It's really good. I like the one that you can use the sword and you can just run through the village of people and just start beating the shit out of them. <laughs>
0: Beat the shit out of them? Oh, great. <laughs> super fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, in the resort version, they had you do it uh, just a single, mono a mono style.
0: Well, there was a separate mode where you could go through, like, a whole village. It was mm-hmm. very funny. From uh, Resort, though, my favorite game was either 3-on-3 basketball or the bicycle game.
1: Oh yeah, I prefer the uh, the sword play one, and yeah, the airplane airplane balloon one.
0: I don't know why everyone liked that one. It's so boring, but
3: uh, the original Wii sports for me, I didn't really play uh, sports resort resort or Wii Fit a whole lot. Um, but one of the highlights of my like gaming career to this day is managing to beat Matt in Wii boxing
0: fantastic
1: dude's a fucking legend <laughs> is matt an ai or Matt a person
3: uh matt yeah.
0: is a matt's the um he's, he's the, the AI. Me.
3: yeah okay he's the, yeah he he's the number one champion in several of the sports in across several of the games he's he's cracked he's very difficult to beat in any of the ones where he's the champion
0: including mm-hmm. friday night Funkin' versus matt very rough And then lastly here for our categories before we get to our top five is our favorite open world game. This one, I put down GTA 4. Um, I think the story in 4 is better than 5. I actually don't mind the driving. A lot of people hate it. It's more realistic, and I actually kind of like that. Um, The story is way more intense than 5, where it's just like, we need to make money, and 4 is like, oh shit. I need to actually fit in here in America, and everyone wants me dead. So... GTA 4, great open-world game.
1: Uh, I was kind of torn, because uh, again, I had several things that could have fit here. I ended up going with Borderlands 3, um, just the largest of the Borderlands games, uh, more fleshed out. It, it, it's a fun one. Uh, you could argue that, you know, it's a shooter, but it, it's, again, one of those titles that hits multiple categories. So yeah, for this category, I went with Borderlands 3.
2: Uh, for this, uh, we're on open world, right? So, sure. yes, it's Elden Ring. Um, I played it while I was away from military, um, uh, deployment, and it was amazing. I didn't want to go to work, and I didn't want to wake up the next day because I was playing for hours on end.
3: Yep, on uh, one spectrum for me, it's Elden Ring, on the other, it's going to be spider-man 2 the movie video game for the playstation 2
0: Was a great one played that one
3: especially the pizza mini game
0: i haven't played it in years So, those are our favorites of each of those categories, now we're going to go around round robin style and give our definitive, indisputable, cannot change ever, because people can't change, top five video games of all time. So, uh, as I said, there's a couple of these on here where I have the same franchises but different games, so they're more for nostalgia reasons even though there may not in the series be definitively the best, but I will get to it. My number five favorite game I've ever played of all time is the original Bioshock. Um, the twist, the build of the game is absolutely incredible. The shooting is not the best, but you can get around it. The shotgun has a really good feel. That was one of the games that made me fall in love with shotguns in video games. The plasma is very fun to combo uh, enemies with, especially on new game plus, where you can just blow everyone up. And there's nothing they can do about it. Um, So yeah, Bioshock 1.
1: For me, number 5, I've listed here as Warframe. It was tied with Forza Horizon 5 and uh, Warframe. Um, But Warframe just eked it out. Again, it's a a fun game, free to play. Nobody wants to play with me. Um, But it's got insane movement to it. Uh, It's got so many weapons that you can... uh, not as much customization to them, but you can still make insane builds. Uh, some of the Warframes are insane. You Chances are you will find a Warframe you like. One I really enjoy is literally Invincible. His special trait is when he dies, he doesn't die. He just starts absorbing life force
2: from everyone around him until he eventually respawns. Uh, but Warframe takes number five for me. Uh, number five for me is the original Assassin's Creed. Um, it Entered a genre of stuff kills and I really liked it.
3: Mine's number five is going to be all three of the Pokemon Gen 1 games. So, red, blue, and special yellow Pikachu, or special Pikachu yellow um, for the Game Boy and Game Boy Color. A lot of nostalgia behind them. I've beaten all three of them more times than I can possibly count with each of the available starters. Um, and even did some of the stuff like the missing no glitch, <laughs> caught and completed the Pokédex decks to the best of my ability because some of them required trading and I didn't have like the capability to do that because you needed, like this really old long, like cable hey, boiling
0: cable. Yep. Yep. That'll use and I didn't. Before. Very fun.
3: Didn't have that. Unfortunately, um on some emulators though down much later down the road I was able to do it and complete the Pokedex that way. But did Cerulean Cave caught Mew and Mewtwo, that all that fun stuff.
0: And with number four, this will be my first controversial one, possibly, is the original Forza Horizon. This game has a very, very special place in my heart. Um, It was the first one in the series, of course. I mainly played Forza Motorsport, but having a more open-world Forza where one of the first things you do within the first 30 minutes is drive a 65 Mustang versus a Mustang plane makes you go, holy shit, this is what this game's going to be. The racing is amazing. You get um, wristbands to face tougher and tougher drivers until eventually you face Darius Flint and his Ferrari whatever it is. Um... And they 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 play that uh, you play that last um, that last race to Ill America by Wolfgang Gartner. It's a perfect song for that encounter. The race takes over ten minutes, and if you fuck up, then you get to restart, like I did four times. And then mm-hmm. as a little throwback to that. Forza Horizon Five had a um, anniversary th- uh, event. Where you got to re-race Darius Flint, and he is, in fact, ten years later still a bastard. Took us a couple (laughs) tries to beat him, but we did. So, Forza Horizon one.
1: For me, number four would be Assassin's Creed Rogue. Um, Again, um, enjoy Assassin's Creed as a series. I enjoy the storyline, the Rogue of Rogue the most because it's a Templar who's got sorry, an assassin who's got turned into a Templar. So you spend like the first a couple sequences as an assassin and then the main plot happens and you then spend the rest of the game hunting down the people you were working with Um, it's a very fun game Um, it's my favorite of the Assassin's Creeds because it also keeps the naval combat while still being set in like the
2: uh, colonial American uh, kind of setting um, for me, it is the uh, the r- recent Spider Man game that's going to be dropping a number two this year. Um, in Miles Morales, because basically for me, it was just basically an add on that they sold separately. Um, but it is Spider Man and Miles Morales. Good, shit.
3: uh, my number four is Cuphead, it's one of the first games that I followed, like from the very first time it was announced to the public all the way to its release. Um, I have done literally everything that that game is, in the base game anyway, I haven't touched the DLC yet, Um, everything the base game has to offer except for beat the final two bosses on expert mode. And um, I love the hand-drawn art style. I love the music. um, I love the difficulty of the bosses um, and its brutal run-and-gun levels especially some of those pacifist challenges my god um i it's it's a phenomenal game it's one of the games that has probably made me want to pull my hair and teeth out more than any other game but all in all it was rewarding um and it really like pushed me to want to be better at it which is why i ended up getting better at it
4: mm-hmm.
0: I want to give a shout-out, though, to Forza Horizon 1. It was the first game I ever got, 1,000 gamer screen. Uh, and it wasn't 100% because they had a DLC with a really hard achievement. I did not want to go for it. But first 1,000G game. With that, number three, uh, we are now in sequel town. Uh, there are no more original games on here. It's one I mentioned already it is Fallout 3. I mm-hmm. love Fallout 3. Music, fantastic. The quest line, kind of dumb, but it doesn't matter. The side quests are amazing, from going to a town, the best town in the world, ran by cannibals, to trying to get a man to hook up with the women, a woman, fuck, by getting him um, Nuka-Cola Quantums, uh, to helping out Moira Brown write her Wasteland Survival Guide book, or running to the Republic of Dave to rig the election so it's the Republic of you. Fantastic game. Um, you can blow up Megaton. You can not blow up Megaton. Uh, yeah, so Fallout 3, great game. Top Gear, top tip. Uh, if you go to Tenpenny Tower inside with the ghouls, they will give you a ghoul mask, uh, in which case ghouls will not attack you. So uh, if you hate Tenpenny Tower, or you don't care about Tenpenny Tower, go get that, because it makes the subways so much easier.
1: For me, I went with Pokemon Silver slash Pokemon Soul Silver, which was the remake of Silver. Uh, so Pokemon Silver was the first Pokemon game I ever played, um, and I played that religiously. I recall even at night uh, with like my little green ghost lamp from IKEA, which I think is part of the reason why my eyes are so bad as they are now, um, because the Game Boy color I had, you know, doesn't have a backlight to it. Sure um, and when Soul Silver released, um, it's just everything. Remastered better. You had the following Pokemon, which uh, wasn't present in Soul's uh, in regular Silver, but they still had you know Lugia, um, who's got an even cooler um, like entrance sequence now. Because in Silver he was just sitting there. Soul Silver, there's this whole dance and such. Um, they improved the storyline. Uh, just it was everything was better. So I kind of tie them as both because I really enjoyed Soul Silver as a game.
2: Soul Silver is pretty good. Uh, So for my number three, I am going to put Bethesda. So that covers basically all their games. Uh, Elden Ring, Uh, Fallout games, the ones that they actually created, Um, Skyrim, uh, Morrowind, uh, uh, Oblivion. I, I just love those games. They're near and dear to my heart.
3: Fallout 76.
2: Actually, that grew up on me. I actually like that one. Elder on. Scrolls Online. I like that one too.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah, even a fan. Yeah.
2: My
3: number three is Terraria. Uh, I've said enough about it on today's episode. So yeah, just take me at my word for Terraria. Love it. I want to go fight the Moon Lord.
0: All right. Uh, number two. Another one with uh, one I mentioned, but it's a different game. Is Rock Band Two. So Rock Band Two uh, is the one that I think I've well, at this point not. But back when I had my 360, it was definitely the one I played the most. I love the visual style of that game. I actually don't hate the graphics. A lot of people do, but I do not. Um, I love how over the top it was. Just little subtle things, which I know is really dumb. But like when you use Overdrive, uh, your little symbol like would flash. Distractingly distractively large lights, which I loved. The, the later games, it kind of backed off on that, which made me sad. And then my favorite subtle dumb thing that only I noticed is whenever the uh, the drums would hit the kick pedal, the whole track would bounce. And I hate that they got rid of that, because it was just such a fun little thing that would just, I don't know, just gave more impact to hitting the bass drum. Um, it had the, um, the f- drum-filled teacher tool. It had some of the best songs had the it was the closest one that was gonna go for the endless set list, but I just couldn't beat visions. So that song is total bullshit. It is straight death metal and I couldn't beat it on any instrument except, you know, vocals, but I didn't want to sing for seven hours. So other than that, rock band two. Uh
1: for me, number two, it's not gonna be a shocker here, but it's gonna be rhyme. Uh, I've said enough about Rhyme as it is. I still think everyone should get a chance to play it, even if you do have to spend thirty-five US dollars to play it. <laughs>
4: nice. It's a puzzle?
1: Uh, kind of... It is a puzzle game. <laughs> it's the only game that's made <laughs> me cry. It's a work of art, both visually and in its in its music. It is well worth the
2: money. Go play the game. It's a puzzle? It is beautiful. Sorry. Uh, my number two, uh, no surprise here, is Elden Ring. It's actually a really well game. I like the the Soul series that they played, even uh, Bloodborne. Uh, so having that ability to play it on just a grand scale, a grand scale in the sense of like, open world and the ability to like really go wherever you want and get your ass beat no matter what you do, um, it was actually pretty good, and I'm glad that I got to play it. And I'm probably going to get it for PC. Nice. nice. Really
3: well game. Um my number two is Destiny Two. My over three thousand hour playtime in that game, my second job, uh speaks for itself.
0: Alright, and then we are on to our number ones. Would you guys like to take a guess of what my number Ryan one Night is? Friday funkin. No. Guitar Hero Three. No.
3: Resident Evil Four.
0: Resident Evil Four is correct. Resident Evil Four. <laughs>
3: Let's go. My
0: most favorite game of all time, as I mentioned before, tuned perfectly. I've beaten that game many and many times. I tried beating them I'm professional. I can't do it, but that doesn't make it a bad game. It just makes me a bad player. Um, yeah, it's just it's always a game I can come back to. Like Resident Evil Seven was really close, but I haven't been able to replay it as much as four. Just four is just so much more fun. It's just the perfect game. I can't wait for the remake. I played the demo. Very fun. I don't know what everyone's complaining about. I think it's different. Very fun. and Yeah, so. Resident Evil 4. Um, Lightfire. I want to take a crack at yours. Is it Destiny 2? It would be Destiny 2. And
1: has mentioned the, uh, the, the hours. And I was trying to bring up the hours, but I'm having
0: an issue getting it to pop up here. So. Uh, soybean. I'll take a crack at it. I would have said Skyrim. So
4: uh, I didn't mention it for Dead Space.
0: No.
3: Um. Let's see. What's the most perverted game I can think of?
0: Otherwise, <laughs> Destiny Two. But
3: um, is dead. it Dead or Alive? The the beach one. The the, <laughs> the the one where they're just on the beach.
0: No. So surprising. T- is it a Chesky game?
2: <laughs> no. My favorite game of all times is the main series Pokemon games, all of them. Um, I usually buy all the versions, so if there's multiple versions, Bro, I buy both. Save his life, and I just love Pokemon. Like, even now, my friends will be like, Bro, why you play that? You're about to be 30. And I'm like, To me, it's I played it since I was like five, so it's always going to have a, a place in my heart, and yeah, Pokemon. It's totally
3: Um, fine that it that you're 30 and still play Pokemon. It's not fine that your top five is about 50
4: games.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, I have
3: every game. I I went and I picked
1: one title. You could have at least done an. It's number three.
0: It's number three was Bethesda as a company. Yeah. Yeah,
1: everything, every.
0: Even Todd uh,
1: Howard himself.
3: Yeah, um, and now you a
0: Pokemon company. <laughs> yeah. Before um, y'all
3: go and guess best, my number one, I best, want to just throw a special shade was number uh, two. Yeah, that was what my did, number two. Oh, shit. Before, yeah, before y'all guess my number one all-time favorite game, I do want to give a special shout-out to Undertale. Um, for some reason, it just didn't fit into any of the categories we mentioned today. But I think it is a perfect game in terms of story, in terms of music, in terms of gameplay. Um, I really wish I could have included it in one of those other categories today. But I just couldn't find the right spot to encapsulate what that game means to me. So that is an honorable mention. Um, Not my number one, though.
0: Because you already mentioned Destiny. You already put down Terraria Cuphead.
3: I have mentioned it today. I will say that.
0: (sighs) It's going to seem obvious in hindsight. I don't know. (laughs) I'm tired.
3: Uh, Let's pass it on to Lightfire.
1: I want to say that it's Smash Bros.
3: Okay. Uh, What Uh, about you? Whatever title
1: specifically, I don't know, but I want to say it's Smash Bros. It'd be Brawl.
2: I feel like it's your new obsession. It's, uh high five rush no. nope this
3: was my stealth game which is like Cooper 3 Honor Among Thieves all time favorite game
0: yep Destiny 2 the best shooter of all time got beaten out by a raccoon fantastic
3: yeah. <laughs> and a turtle and a hippo and a worm <laughs> and a fox <laughs> it's, it's just the That's PlayStation
1: fine. version of Star Fox
0: yeah, pretty much. No, I'm Thanks, not. Yeah. No, I'm not like boy, you fucking idiot. No, I think it's.
3: <laughs> oh, but it's the vault good. at the end of the third one, where you see his entire family's history. One of his one of his family members is literally like the actual real life thief DB Cooper, which is where he gets his namesake like Cooper from, which is really funny. Um, I I just I love those games so much, and they were very formative for me growing up. Um. I think the last time it beat the third one is when I had a PlayStation 2 at a family's house still, family member's house still, like, at 2019. So, like, three, four years ago. Would love to play it again someday. Um, Otherwise, it's it's Destiny
1: 2. Destiny 2 is a close second. I I just find it funny, because I don't think I've ever heard
0: you talk Sly Cooper before today. (laughs) It's, It's just... It's up to the top of his favorites, which makes sense. When why would we ever need to talk about Sly Cooper? Yeah,
3: we're not on. I, I can't play any of them on Xbox. Otherwise, I would recommend. You can't
4: like,
0: play any Kingdom Hearts on, on
3: Xbox,
1: them. apparently either. Yeah.
3: That's not
0: nope. True. Yeah. Not a single one.
1: Yeah. None of them. Yeah.
0: Another, I guess, uh, another honorable mention since you threw out Undertale Road ninety six. Play it. It's cheaper than rhyme, and it's about the <laughs> same length. <laughs>
3: Undertale's cheaper than both of them.
0: Yeah, so I guess Undertale is the true best game here. Um, I never completed yeah. Undertale. I almost beat it. I was just under-leveled, and I didn't want to go level up. It was a fun game. Does Undertale have
4: so,
3: leveling? I thought it did. Kind of, sort of, but not really. Um, it depends on the route you take, too, because there's three, there's three routes. There's uh, the neutral route...
0: Neutral route, but yeah, there's the neutral just route, cause... which
3: is the first time you play the true pacifist route, which is like the true ending to the game, and then there's the genocide route, which don't do it, just if you're curious enough, watch what YouTube guides on it, just don't actually do it yourself, it's heartbreaking. Most people turn back, most people try the first few like levels or like bosses of, of the genocide route and then turn back because, like ugh that's another reason why i love that game so much i could go like i could go the game is on. meta and
1: it will use that knowledge against you yeah like i think i oh, tried yes. a different save because i did something wrong and then i had the flower pot he was like ah you also have the power <laughs> to save
0: that's awesome yep he was
1: um, like
3: oh you killed my mom but you uh you decide to undo that, huh? Well, I remember. That was one of the first things that ever happened to me in that game, and I literally closed my laptop and walked away for the rest of the day because I was terrified.
0: <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately it's getting cut off of it's uh, being removed from Game Pass really soon. It really sucks because I was now I kinda wanna play it. I guess I can, I just gotta do it quick. So um next week's topic is going to be da da da. Spouses and gaming relationships and gaming. What's it like to game with a spouse? What's it like to game with a spouse around? What does your spouse think of your gaming? Find out next week on the Pass the Brain cell podcast, sponsored by onlyfanscom dadbod, where you can find <laughs> Soybean's sweatiest photos of his feet.
1: <clears throat> well, you can find them
0: on the Feet Finder, of course. Um, if so, if you've made it this far. Thank you. This was a very long recording session, um, but it was it was very fun. Uh, one of my we made the mistake
1: topics. of talking destiny at the start. <laughs> I <laughs> knew I should have gone straight for the topic, but
0: no, it's it was fine. Like it wasn't it wasn't that long, and I mean I was part of it too. I just didn't sit there. In that silence. is true. <clears throat> so
1: better than last week.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, my goal last week was to talk less, and it was great. I think the episode uh, was much better for it.
1: So, and then next week, where Dying goes over his other four uh, best of for each genre. <laughs> but next week,
0: but next week, spouses and gaming, relationships. And that's gaming. what he's.
1: That's what he's gonna do while we do the spouses.
0: Um, <laughs> if you have anything to say about what your favorite games are, send us an email to braincellpod at gmail.com We did not get any responses this week uh andrew because you know I don't care if you do it multiple times just write in we would love to keep hearing from you or anybody else who listens soybeans fuck boyfriends life Fire, you know and then rubbins I don't think he tells anybody I tell everyone our podcast is terrible and you know what I'm not wrong um yeah we're on we on Spotify obviously we're on Apple Podcasts we're on Google Podcasts note about Google Podcasts. um uh, Normally, these drop on Thursdays at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. Apparently, they do not drop on Google until Friday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. So watch out for that if you're on Google. We're apparently on a bunch of other podcast platforms, so if you listen to us from any of those, you are a nerd. Um, And we will hardly
1: embrace your nerddom.
0: And of course, um, leave a rating, review whatever, tell us why we're terrible. We would love to know why we should quit the show and never talk on the internet again. And um, with that, I've been one of your hosts, Exotic Minivan.
2: I have been your second, Lightfire53. And I have been the happy third, EJSoyB.
3: And lastly, but not leastly, as always, signing off, at least under this name, unless someone of a similar name comes around close enough that we can call it a comeback, Little Devil rabbit.
0: hi craig hi craig hey craig Craig. (laughs) (laughs) outtake Uh, yeah yeah
1: that would be a funny ending uh hi craig